0: Okay, so what do we know about this kid?
1: I picked him up at Burger World, but he doesn't have any ID or anything. Says his name is Cornholio. What the hell kind of a name is that? Is that his first name or last?
0: Mm, I don't know. It's the only name he gives. Cornholio? Sounds Spanish. Could be Italian. I doubt it.
2: Well, the little bastard devoured my taco and burrito combo on the ride over.
0: Well, yeah, probably Mexican.
1: Says he's from Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca? (laughs) Lake Titicaca. Titicaca. Okay, find out where the hell Lake Titicaca
3: is. Nicaragua. Nicaragua?
0: Agua for my bunghole. Bunghole. Oh yeah, and he keeps saying he needs TP for his bunghole. What the hell's a bunghole? Will you find out what a bunghole is?
1: You
2: are a bunghole.
0: Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host Bruce Nightingale. Hoops, hoops, baby. Bing
1: ding 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 ding. Hoops hoops baby. Ding 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 ding. I love ding. hoops,
0: that's a great game.
1: It is a great game, and I don't know where the hatred is coming from. I think somebody is a little brain dead.
0: Uh well, we know someone who owns a hoops.
1: Yes, we do. And and because of that brain deadness, we had to get this person on.
0: Oh, that's the sole reason that he's on the show, was because of hoops? No, but
1: but it's a perfect, perfect
0: lead-in. It's called a segue. Yes, Bruce, why don't you introduce our guest?
1: He is the master of not one pinball podcast, but
0: two pinball podcasts.
1: The Eclectic Gamers podcast and This Week in Pinball every other week, Dennis, I'm going to say right, Kessel?
3: No, you're, you're so not right. Creasel. Not quite, quite God,
1: accurate. that's
3: a total fail. In the words of
0: hoops, in your face.
1: In my face. Woo-hoo.
0: That's bad, Bruce. It's not like we haven't had him on the show. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We have. Yeah, and Multiple in, times, in, I believe, and he said his name
3: wrong. Is it true that the Kessel Run was named after? <laughs> yes. Why, well, yes, Bruce. Why, well, yes, it, it, was. it was. Finally. My middle your name is 12 parsecs.
0: Oh, what a great intro, Bruce. You are yes, the best. thank
3: you, gentlemen, for the introduction. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Oh, Mr. Heal it. what are you doing? Heal it. Yes, yes. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Nittingale. <laughs> Nittingale is me. Nightingale. Well, hello. Welcome, everyone, to episode 135. We are back. Better than ever. So what are we going to talk about? Well, let's start with hoops. You mentioned hoops. What's the deal with hoops, Bruce? Everyone loves hoops.
1: Everyone except for one pinball podcaster. Very you disappointed. You
3: don't in mean it. the illustrious Mr. Zach Many, host I, of This Week in Pinball Podcast. I do. Mm, I'm surprised.
1: It's three, three weeks he's been bashing on a excellent game because I guess it doesn't have any ramps on it or it ain't so special. Come on, Zach!
0: Get your head out of your ass! So if you put <laughs> Penn Stadiums on your hoops, would he like it more? Probably.
3: I'm sure he would. And, to be fair, it's got I counted up in the manual, it's got, it doesn't even have half the number of bulbs that Silver Slugger, the first street-level game, had. So, they did scale back on the lighting.
0: Interesting. And they scaled back on the artwork.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, it might be uh, arguable yeah. that all the street-level games kind of have garbage for art. But but that's not where the game is played. That is the true. The game is played on the playfield itself. You know what? I don't think Zach's ever played Hoops. That's my theory.
0: That's the problem. I don't think he's played anything before 1986. No, he has. Fathom, Oh, Fathom. Yeah, oh of Fathom. course. Yeah. The, the other Collector Oh, darling. and Meteor.
3: Meteor. The, that's oh, the one Meteor. Game
0: okay, a good game.
3: And he's played one EM Grand Prix because it has spinners.
1: Uh, that's a good EM now.
0: Okay, okay. I'll give that. that that's, that's okay. But Fathom is another. That's another Collector Darling overrated game.
3: It's a trophy piece.
0: Yeah, it looks great. Sounds are great. It, yes. Yes, and the artwork is probably one of the best ones ever made. The art package is incredible.
1: Isn't that the same guy that everyone now bashes on? Uh, what, Greg Farris? Yeah, they, they've they, been bashing
0: on him lately. Wh- who's been bashing on him? Other podcasts.
3: They. Oh, the, they? The they? nefarious they.
0: Well, as a segue, here's a good segue, Bruce. Take, take a note. You know, Greg Farris just did some artwork for a game. Yeah,
1: what game would that be, sir?
0: Elvira. House of Horrors. And everyone's bashing it for the artwork. Really? I thought the artwork was fine. It looks like the other two. Wasn't that the point?
1: I, I agree, but they expect it to be super duper. You're paying this much money and taking this much. Give me the fucking break.
3: What more would they <laughs> have needed to do to the art, do you I, think?
0: I, I
1: couldn't tell you.
0: Less inserts, maybe? So there's yeah. more artwork? Is that the problem? Yeah, maybe.
3: Did they want it more photorealistic? I mean... A stylistic change?
0: That would be so dumb. Why would you want to do that? Why everyone? Well, I'm, wants I,
3: to I wouldn't, but I'm, I'm trying. The mysterious they, I'm very concerned. Bruce has raised these concerns, and I'm, try, I'm trying to understand. That's all I ever I, try I, to do is understand.
0: I, I don't understand why people listen to this day. Why do you bring up other podcasts on the show, Bruce? Th- isn't that a violation of one of the rules?
1: No, it's not, because it annoys the crap out of me. And I'm finally sick of it.
0: You're finally sick of it. Okay. Finally sick of it. They had Elvira was, was um, announced, and then it was streamed on the uh, Jack Dangerous Dead Flip stream. Did any of us see the stream? I did.
3: I watched about 30 minutes.
0: How about you, Bruce? Three. Oh, wow, three minutes. Okay. Yep. Is it because it was so awesome, so bad, or you just didn't have time? Didn't or did you get time. mad at the art? No, no, I, I didn't. I know. I didn't mind.
1: I, actually, art, art is like the least important thing for me, honestly.
3: Hoops really is happy I'm, to hear you say that.
1: I don't mind who Actually, I don't mind Hoops art.
3: They don't have their shoes tied. It's dangerous. It encouraged a horde of children to not have their shoes tied while playing basketball. Very That's unsafe.
0: Real, the Hoops is better than a lot of other Gottlieb games. Way to set the bar, dude. You're
3: so generous, Bruce.
1: The best game ever, of course,
0: is Mario.
1: Because Mario, you have the artwork from Nintendo, in which... It works really well.
3: You said Mario, and I didn't know if you meant Super Mario. or Mario. Mario Mario. Andretti.
0: Mario. Mario. How's that? Better? Yeah. You know, I never, ever thought of that before, but you may be right on that one. Mm -hmm. That is probably better art than most of their games.
1: I think it's better art a lot than the 90s. I think it's one of the better early 90s artworks. Too bad the game sucks. It does suck. It really does. And so does Mushroom World also. So they both suck. But, you know, at least the artwork's good. And I think right behind it is kind of hoops. I like hoops artwork compared to what do you call surf and safari. There's a lot. There's a lot of turds.
3: Cactus Jacks.
1: Oh, God. I just want to shoot myself in the old junk
3: Barb wire.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Big fat. So in there. Oh, terrible.
3: A big hurt. A big hurt.
1: Big <laughs> hurt. You mean you mean Mr. Testosterone, because he can't get it up anymore?
3: <laughs> now, I think it was an episode or two ago, Bruce. You mentioned that I liked Big Hurt to Ron in an attempt to, right. dis- to discredit me. I've actually That's... never played it.
0: Well, you're then better off. Take it from us.
3: No, Stay I must away. try it now, because maybe oh, I would wow. like
0: it. Oh, no, won't. You can put it right next to Shaq Attack and play some Shaq Attack. It'd be great.
3: Oh, I've never played that either. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I live in a world of deprivation.
0: Yes, you do. I mean, That means you have to go to Expo and play
3: all these great games. I can't go to Expo. I'm too busy.
0: Come on. No, 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 no. Well, remember, he hasn't, He needs to plan at least a year in advance to go anywhere. So he hasn't planned for that.
3: It's like birthing. I need nine months. He's going
0: to plan his death.
3: So, 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 <laughs> so, That's all scripted. Don't, don't muck with my script.
0: So have you planned for, uh, let's see, have you planned for Texas? Yes, I have. There you go. I'll get to see Dennis again.
3: You should. Yes, I have my room. I have my tickets.
0: And don't forget, folks, October 5th. Yes. The tickets for the uh, tournament go on sale or whatever, and they will probably sell out. They sold out in 32 minutes last year, so they will probably sell out faster. And the Classics, that did not have a cap on it last year, is going to have a cap on it this year. So if and they're going wanna... to sell
1: the next day. They're going to sell the next day after that, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought the 5th The fifth is the main tournament, and the 6th oh, is... Oh,
0: Okay.
3: Why are they not selling it? them simultaneously?
1: Because I think they don't want to overload the system. <laughs> Do you know what the cap will be? I think it's also 160. Okay. Pinball, I'm checking right now.
0: Very good, Bruce. Very good. And I just like last time, I will be somewhere and probably not be able to register. Excellent. Downstairs in the basement? No, the Jurassic Park launch party is that day.
1: Oh, yeah, I got Ron down here. We're going to have some fun. Yes,
0: it's going to be at the famous World fantasy. Famous Rock Fantasy. Very good, Bruce. Of
1: course it is. I love, I love.
0: <laughs> you know, if we <laughs> ever have any new listeners, which I'm sure we don't, they're like, what the hell? I totally don't get what he just did there. Like, does Dennis even know what that is? I know what
1: it I, is. I, I,
3: I assume it's uh, the voice of the proprietor, probably on a one-to-one impression. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes. 240 is max for uh, classics.
3: Oh, that's a lot. That's wow. a
0: lot. I hope they have a different room because that was a very small room. But we'll, we'll see. I'm sure it, it's smart putting the cap on it. But mm-hmm. I, I probably will not. I, I didn't play in the tournament last year because the show is just so good. I don't want to be stuck in the tournament room. I know they always say, like, well, there'll be a queuing system. You can go out and, and do whatever you want. And it, Well, yeah, and then keep checking the queue over and over and over you know, wait until I'm up.
3: I only did the tournament once, and I, I didn't like the experience, so I've not done it again. Yeah, but when did you do it, though? And that's a good point. I think that was 2017.
0: Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Some of them you can't go by before they kind of changed up how it was done. They did a thing there where they had, like, 20 different tournaments. They were trying to, like, maximize, like, the points and all that stuff. It's, like, ugly.
3: Super League.
0: No, God, No. Super League. Yeah. We have that again. It's called the New York State Pinball
3: Championships. <laughs> it's the new Super League. It's a good thing you have your own rival, upstate New York Championships.
0: Yeah, it's a yes. good thing because we don't have the Buffalo Open anymore. So pretty much, I think, what the top 30 people in New York State are all New York City.
3: Yeah, it's like you went Highlander on all the competition. There can be only one. There could be only one.
0: Were we talking about Elvira? Yeah, Elvira. Yes. So what do we think of Elvira?
1: I didn't mind it. I, it's a fan. It's, yeah. uh I think the, uh, the liminal gimmicks of the diverter is pretty cool and the upkicker is pretty cool. I got to play it. Sorry. I'm not going to judge anything anymore until I get my fucking hands on it.
0: Any any more? That's denoting you have judged in the past before playing?
1: Yeah, I have. And I've done stupid things like uh, other people have. And guess what? I'm not going to judge anything till I can touch it and feel it and make
0: it mine. Uh, uh, how about you, Dennis?
3: I, I will pass a little bit of judgment without playing it, but I won't get too speculative. Art's fine. I like what they did with the story. The mechs are cool. I was a little surprised that they went with a fan layout and because it is a fan layout and the way I saw it on the dead flip stream, I think it w- looks like it shoots well and has good flow, but I'm also not excited about it.
1: Okay. Now I have a question.
0: Wait a minute. How about me?
1: Ah, fuck you. <laughs> <gasps> I have to talk about the same question you just brought up. That's why i mean, hold on. Brian Eddie supposedly the next game. That's what I've heard. He is the master of the fan. Will Stern put out two fans in a row?
3: Maybe. Do you want me to be more? I'll I I say they're willing to yes because Elvira's not a cornerstone, so it doesn't count.
1: Yeah, but still,
3: I mean that's the that's probably my big issue is it's a fan, but it's at a premium price point, so that's what's the you know that's the barrier. It's going to be the dollars to get in on this game. I still don't know if we're going to have one on route. I've seen an operator of ours discussing it with the community, but I don't think he's convinced yet that the coin drop is going to be worth the uh, the upcharge.
1: Wait a sec, how much is your most expensive game, Dennis?
3: my like in my collection yes sir uh about six thousand
1: okay so another two you'd have to kick in just to get a elvira
3: okay
0: really it's that much what is the price 8k for the premium
3: see that's that's pretty steep for cheap cheapo dennis who buys peasant pros as, <laughs> ryan, as ryan c loves to say the only reason i had something at six is because i bought total nuclear annihilation your favorite game bruce I the hoops know. of the well, modern actually, era.
1: We'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into that later but, on.
0: But but <laughs> the I thought the other premiums, doesn't a typical Stern premium less than that?
1: No, because it's actually almost following Kapow pricing.
3: Yeah, the you're I think you're right, Ron. My understanding is the pricing is higher on Avira than the typical premium.
1: Okay. Because there is no pro. It's premium, LE, and then whatever they call it, the super LE or Collector's the, adi- oh, signature, but, no, signature, signature. signature edition. No, yeah. signature so, edition. Signature edition. It's actually following the Kapow pricing.
3: Okay. My turn.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Oh, wow. You sound really excited.
3: Well, I'm I'm waiting for this. Tell us your thoughts, Ron. I want to know.
0: As a Mystery Science theater viewer for almost 30 years now, I was super psyched when I saw, like, they have
3: at least. those movies are all from Mystery Science. Not all
0: of them, but they have, like,. Teenagers from Outer Space, Mano's the Hands of Fate. They are both from uh, we're on Mystery Science Theater and in the one mode from the Teenagers from Outer Space, like when you hit certain shots it makes the um the like ray gun sound that they used in the movie and I just popped big time for that. <laughs> I thought that was the coolest thing. Oh my. <laughs> uh, I like the little intros that she does, like before the modes. The castle looks cool. I'm sorry. The house looks cool. Um. Yeah, I would also have to play it. Would you buy one? Hell no. Neither. No.
1: I've had two elevators in my history in my life. I don't need a third. Dennis.
3: <laughs> no. Come on. It's way too. It's way too expensive for me.
0: Yeah. You, you know what his is, is most expensive game is, Bruce. He didn't say what it was. You know what it, it is. It was well,
1: it's TNA. He yeah.
0: It. See, another smart person here. Unlike Bruce? Oh, God, no. You're beep.
3: God. Beep. Beep.
1: Well, we'll get to that later beep. on. To we'll putting get the beep that back in. On.
3: Thanks to me. Yeah, bring back my beep. I yep. miss that beep.
1: We will bring that up later on. We talked about this. We will bring this up.
3: Okay. Okay. I'm holding
1: you to it. Oh, we will. It's one of, it's one of our topics.
0: Okay, Bruce. Yes. Let's, let's get the elephant out of the room. We had Stomp. Yes, we did. Who won?
1: No, no. Let's first state before anything else. Ron had a great selection of games as always and we only had one issue and it wasn't ron's fault
0: really we only had one issue but besides
1: a ball hanger but that kind of stupid stuff Mm. we really only had we only had one major issue
0: which one was that refresh my memory code we found a bug
3: not a bug in soren code yes (laughs) oh how how could i foresee this (laughs) poor (laughs) soren
1: For Soren, it was. I I let him know. I let
0: him know. On getaway, we had a player that had four four players playing. Four players playing. Player four has red line mania lit on ball two and drains out. So he's he's sitting there with red line mania ready for his third ball. But when he comes up for his third ball, guess what? He's at first gear again. Oh. Oh. Well, as it turns out, he won. He so it actually win, didn't right? matter, but we, we take the game out. Yeah, we, we took the game out. We just didn't. And the funny thing is we, we used it last year.
1: Yeah. But I don't think we ever saw that code. So no,
0: we, the, that code was in it last year.
1: I'm saying we didn't see, we didn't see the issue last yeah, year. Yeah, We hard. didn't see
0: any issues. So uh, it's been reported bug report has been, been made filed. It's been filed. I wish we were streaming it so Soren could oh, get a better I look. I wanted to, too. Could, yeah, could get a better look at it, because I'm sure it was probably a sequence of events that caused that to happen. Yes. Which, our pathetic explanation, will not be enough information.
1: So, uh, we had Stom 44 players. All 44 showed up. They all showed up. had a great time. Yes. And so uh, Ron didn't
0: had... have to play.
1: I no, did he did not. not. Nope. And we, get, we donated how much money to Project Pinball?
0: I do not remember.
1: I think it was like $150, $170, which is a good thing. They played um, Spanish eyes, Spanish buys. And who was the winner of that? I think it was uh, some guy who is on another pinball another podcast. podcast.
0: Yeah. Some, some guy. Yeah. Joe something. Joe. What's his name? Lemire. Um,
1: Lemur. 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 There That's we go. it. Yes. He, he can hang with some of these guys, you know, once in a while, once in a while.
0: Well, some particular player was very hot all day, and it just didn't let up. Do you know what that might be? I don't know what that was. Dick.
3: <laughs> so, so, Bruce, who won Stomp?
0: Well, we have
1: to go through the whole story first. Oh, God.
3: I like how you just are drawing this out. Yes, and you're, got it. You know, keeping the mystery going.
1: 22, oh. we qualified. Uh, out of 44 players, 22 people qualified. Top two got the double buy, uh, top six got a single buy, and then we went f- you're yeah, right yeah. from us. Top,
0: top, yeah, six, top six got a buy, and the top two got a double buy. And whose idea was that? Yours. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I See, I say. thought of a tournament thing, and it involved math. Yay. That's, that's impressive for me.
1: And the top qualifier was? Say it, Ron. Say it with gusto.
0: Bruce Nightingale. Gale. Uh, yes. Gale. Nightingale. Yes.
1: Yes. And then we had uh, our qualifying was done. And then we went to right into almost like a half an hour, 45 minutes. We went right into the tournament. hmm And uh, who was fourth place in Stomp? Jerry Bernard. Jerry, Jerry Bernard. Bernard. Upstate New York's own Jerry Bernard. Uh, third place, Tyler. How do you spell his last Oz. name? Oz. Oz, okay. Just, just like the it?
0: almighty, powerful Oz. Second was, what's
1: his name? Uh, East, East Strasburg, Pennsylvania.
0: That really, really narrows it down, Bruce. That's great. He's from upstate New York. He's from,
1: uh, P- but he goes upstate. Uh, Ed Zeltman was second. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I love to leave him hanging there. It's just, it's, it's great. He, he was the last person in.
1: He was the last person in. He was number 44. He actually filled the spot.
0: Yep and you know what here's here's some uh, he was also two years ago in the 24 hour at the Sanctum when a player dropped out after the first round he jumped in he jumped in basically got a zero like for the first round and I believe he finished second yes he did so Ed is the man if you need the last guy in guaranteed money yes and who took first you did Dick (laughs) <laughs> finally it's, finally. it's li- literally he was so hot we had the one round where you he he we were doing the papa style like three game you know four player games three games doing the what what were we doing the four we were doing four three two one
1: yes and we had to do uh and so we had to pick one game from bank one which was older older games one game from bank two which was for like uh system 11 up to wpc and then 3 was all the newer games yep and you cannot pick the games twice ever i actually tna best score ever on it
0: well yeah yeah tell him the whole story so bruce he he, he wins the first two he wins the first two games so he's already on to the next round so he decides to to pick tna since he doesn't want to actually pick it with he needs a win so he's yeah. just going to mm. get it out of the way
3: yeah no Make strategic sense.
0: Yeah, very. But how did you play your first ball, Bruce? Uh, backwards. Then Ron
1: comes up and he goes, "You should play your balls." So I did, and what did I get? Three point seven million.
0: You take your glasses off.
1: I took my glasses off and I played, and I got three point seven million <sighs> on wow. two balls only. Yeah, but I did break. I did break two of Ron's games when we were there. Oh, what did you break? Remember, TNA got all lost in the ball lock.
0: Yeah, you break. You break everything, and that then.
1: Just... We're playing, it. We're playing uh, Dialed Turd, I mean Dialed In, and what happened when we were playing it?
0: It rebooted, which is never done before, but somehow Bruce figures out a way to break every game.
1: And the funny thing is, the software actually puts an asterisk next to the scorer who was playing that, ga- that ball.
0: See? Great code. Now I will say that part. It's asterisk, by the way. Just yeah. to correct you, because I like to. Asterisk. We did have some other problems where we we tried to be smart with the, even with the air conditioning on from like hours ahead of time, it was still too hot. And we turned off
2: games in between. Yeah, we were
0: telling people to turn off games in between rounds and found out some of the games didn't like that.
1: Yeah, some Mm. of the games don't like that. Like uh... Stargazer
0: didn't like that, so once I got that booted again, it was like, don't turn that one off. And Quicksilver didn't like it, so once I got that back on, don't turn that one off. And Stars. Oh yeah, Stars died right at the end. Yeah. After being on for like 12 hours straight, it just like, yep. ugh.
3: So, why'd you go with so many people being allowed to play?
0: What, the 22 or the 44? The 44. Yeah, why, Bruce? Because we,
1: we did. Because the had, demand. Was in, the demand actually. Literally, it
0: was supposed to be 32. Yep. Then we upped it to 36. Then more people wanted in. Then, and then we went to 44. The 40. Then we had people like, is there a wait list? Like, are you kidding? Holy crap. And and we did 43 for the first stomp, so I knew we could support at least that many. Yep. And we were gonna put we put a couple games upstairs, and using the match play software, we forced it to like assign those every round. So you got eight people out of the basement. Plus it was a nice day, so the deck was open. So crowd congestion really wasn't a problem. No. Even the the rig worked is better than it ever has. Yep. That was, was the really first. Good. That was the first time I think we didn't have a single issue with the rig. With signal or anything,
3: so you just need to upgrade your overall cooling system to support this uh, fans. one. Fans, yes,
0: fans. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring fans. We're to gonna bring fans. Some big ass fans. Some air, circulate some air. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it was a, a, a rousing success, and then soon we will have Stomp three point five West at the Silver Ball Saloon sometime, probably either later this year or early next year. Probably early next year in the snow.
0: In the snow, yeah. Oh boy. So well, tournaments. That's a good segue. Let's Ooh. talk about tournaments. Ooh. I want to say something about tournaments streams.
2: Oh,
1: the golden. oh!
0: No one wants to watch tournament streams. Nobody. No, seriously. I, found, I have found, and, and I know when Pinberg does this, people complain. What does Pinberg do? They basically stream. There's like semifinals in the finals, and that's it. Yep. And everyone's like, oh, I want to do any of the qualifying. Why won't they do any of the other rounds? It's like, no. I feel less is more. Because you know how many people were watching the qualifying in our tournament, Bruce? Four. Three, maybe, they were sitting there. And they probably weren't even watching. We didn't actually get anyone watching until we got to the finals. Yep. And then they all wanted to see me. Me! But I literally feel like I'm streaming for no reason. What do you think, Dennis? You have your own stream.
3: Yeah, I can I can see your point. I mean, one of the things we're getting ready for is uh, KC GameCon pinball tournament here in November, and I I live streamed it last year. You know, set up a double rig because I don't have a portable rig, and I'm not spending that much money. So we set it up and did it, and it was a ten hour stream. But you know, there were up until finals, it was it was very rare to break ten viewers. I did get a lot of requests though for people not so much that they wanted the live stream but that those who were at the event really wanted it recorded so they could go back and look later so we're going to go ahead and do it again but I'm not other than uh, making some improvements in terms of here's how I'm going to deal with the cameras we're going to do things a little bit differently other than it's pretty much all structured just to make my life easier so we'll still do it but I'm not going to get all as hung up about it being perfect but I was going to watch Stomp because I saw the little announcement, but I had a local tournament that day, and so I didn't get to see it because you guys were done by the time I was done. And how'd you do? Uh, well, I want you to imagine how you did at Stomp, Bruce, and not that.
1: I just did. That's
3: okay. That's what happens. <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe I got fifth. I don't recall.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Well, what, what could we do to make tournament pinball more appealing?
3: Have you contemplated 10 custom games with no themes, designed <laughs> and maintained by a crew of dedicated support at Stern?
0: Wow, that sounds like a crazy idea. Whose idea was that?
3: I uh, so- Probably someone who's never played in a single tournament in their entire life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's for This Week in Pinball, if you want to listen to Zach's views on tournaments. They are very interesting.
3: <laughs> yeah, you, can't, uh, you, can't, you can't say they're not creative
0: um uh, like what was the other one anything timed is just evil it just it ruins oh, yeah, everything like, like that, that is pinball up, you know the heads, heads up, up format you
3: guys have done with the stern electronics and no because it's not real pinball. you mean so literally heads
0: up right. format the only one i could ever see any like non-pinhead wanting to watch
3: I While well, I would lean towards your interpretation, Ron, my understanding is Zach believes that the problem with regular competitive pinball is that y'all ain't marketing it right. If you just tried harder, it would work.
0: No. No one wants to watch this shit except no, hardcore pinheads.
1: Yeah. What you need to do is you got to record it all, then edit it. And bring it down to forty-five or thirty minutes, or actually twenty-two 10 minutes. No,
0: minutes. Yeah. Like 20, so 22,
1: twenty-two. Yeah, like because, poker yeah, when
0: when fun. they would like film six-hour boring as fuck games and then show like the five to ten minutes of actual hands that meant something. And even that, how long did that last? What was the, the poker thing that was, that was for like a year? That was like for a year that was a big deal, and that was it. it was and then done. World
3: Poker Tour came out, and everyone's like, we don't care anymore. It's too late.
0: Now it's like a sleeper game that everyone loves. Yeah, yeah. Yes. People
3: go, people get it, and they're like, "This was really a Steve Ritchie. He had drop targets. Yeah." Uh, so, so you're not keen on the on the ten custom unthemed. No, I, I no. still haven't figured out why they needed to be unthemed, but it seemed to be d- driven by his belief that all existing pinball machines have code flaws that make them ineligible to be viable for. It was flight.
0: also you can't. Stream them like in a major, like a broadcast network, because they have intellectual properties on them.
2: Uh, You know, the same the same
0: reason that usually when they have pinball machines in movies, they like change the back glass, make every game an EM, even when it's not. I mean, there's a there's a firepower that's in a Star Trek episode, and it's got a different back glass and makes chime noises.
3: Oh, they always gotta make chime. Nothing says pinball like chime noises.
0: Yes. I think Kaylee George, noted tournament player. It might have been on Pinball Profile, one of those shows once where he basically just said like no one's going to watch tournament pinball. I just it's just pinball like no no one no one cares. When people watch like Jack Danger stream, they're not watching it to watch pinball. They're watching it to watch Jack Danger.
3: Yeah, no, I I do agree with that. It feels like whenever I stream, it's less about people aren't really responding so much to my play. It's more about interacting with the chat. The
0: chat 100%. And i the only format I've seen so far that I could see non-pinheads giving a shit about is the, the heads-up format, where it's like you got the two games, you give them a goal, and you say, go. And it's very easy to understand. And that, that's the only format I see. What do you think, Bruce? I think you should just do one ball. <sighs> You're still with the one ball thing. Okay. I am. One and done. Fast games. What happens if it's Paragon and it's literally five seconds? Boom. Shakalaka. Okay. Is that really a sign of skill, though, Bruce? You would keep it in play if you had skill. No, no. It's called a house ball. That's why you get more than one ball. That's a stupid answer. Okay, we'll
1: give you two on early
0: solid states.
3: That actually happened to me at a at a term. It was run Pinberg style and then I tied for I tied for second at the end of the finals and so the rule that was imposed was we got one ball if the game had a ball save or two balls if it wasn't.
0: You got six million dollar manned, as I call it. That's what happened to me. Tiebreaker. <laughs> Tiebreaker. Except,
3: except I'm trying to remember what EM we ended up randomly getting.
0: It was a ridiculous. It was like six people tied, and it was like so so six people tied for five spots. So we're going to play one game on Six Million Dollar Man, you know, because a full game would take so long. <laughs> yeah. And I got a house <laughs> ball. I never touched the ball. And guess who was last? It still burns me. I, I got to bring that up every like 10 episodes.
3: And you love that game to this day. Because yeah, I really love that game to
0: this. Day. Every time I see that, that's literally all I think of.
3: I mean, I'd say other than by. I think heads up makes a lot of sense, but with the challenge of getting two of the same game in some locations the other alternative that pops to my mind is timed games where this is kind of like how the pinball arcade used to run tournaments in their software where you can say you get three balls or say up to three minutes to put up the highest score you can. And then you just keep it moving. Cause the other thing I think is a big problem with trying to watch pinball tournaments is they don't run on time. No, they do not. Even with all the science that Pinberg puts into trying to keep their banks balanced, there are still struggles. And they got like mathematicians doing that stuff.
0: And it's like with pinball, like the better you are, the longer it takes. Which is like the opposite of every other every game and sport game. out yep. there, yeah. Oh, sport. So is, is pinball a sport, Dennis?
3: I oscillate on that. Um, I'm currently going with no.
0: That's a good answer
3: because it's correct. I
0: don't agree with that one.
3: Uh, it really depends on uh, on the definition. My I was uh, my that's just because oh. you overloaded Ron's house. It's not athletic enough for it to be an athletic game. And athletic games are sports. That's the definition. I'm he unloaded so. on my house. That's for sure.
1: No, oh, I did. Yeah, three times. Yeah. Ugh
3: is he does he have a job out with the uh area farms from all his crop dusting skills yes
1: no 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 i just i just i did i broke ron's first rule that he said this was for the tournament don't poop in his house but i stayed over so i had to poop
0: yeah you get a pass but yes bruce uh so you consider it a sport all the just the top athletes that we had at the event yes of course
3: i don't I really, even if I don't go with the athletic aspect to the definition, I personally really struggle with the idea of any sort of sport you can play while drinking beer.
0: Yeah, honestly, I struggle with anything that I'm actually decent at. I can't see how it could possibly be a sport. So we think tournaments timed might be good. Heads up challenge might be good. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be it's going to be hard. I don't think you're ever going to be able to do as a live event. It's gonna have to be something like we said that we just record everything and you just do like a highlight package. It's really short and that's it.
3: Yeah, I don't. Not for mass consumption. I don't no. think. Not. No. We can't do tournaments the way we're doing them if you want them as a live, mass-consumed thing. We either have to change the game, or you have to edit it and poker it. Pokering in is the best.
0: The oh, the, <laughs> the, the players themselves, like when they get eliminated, they just they most of the time they just leave. They don't yep. watch the finals. Yep,
3: that's what I do. I'm and, like...
0: Yeah, it's like, and if they're not watching the finals, why are we watching the finals? So let's see, what else do we got here? Well, speaking of tournaments, pinball points were posted. Pinberg points were put. Did I say that right? Pinberg points were posted. Is everyone excited? Are you excited, Bruce? Yay. I'm excited. I went from like 380th in the world to like 356. There you go. Isn't that great?
1: Yeah. But uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to enjoy uh, keeping in the thousands for a little bit longer now. Uh, under a thousand, I mean, because I, that the points from Pinberg got me to nine ten now.
0: So you can get a game.
1: Well, if I make it to the end of the month, end of the year
0: for the IFPA discount.
3: Are you yeah, going to get baby. Stern Star Wars so you can actually earn good coin drop at the Silverball no. Ball Saloon? No.
0: Come on, Bruce. It makes money. People love Star Wars. It does, but
1: it's still a crappy game.
3: I'm telling you, you wouldn't have to take apart the Star Wars carousel.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, what's going to break on the Star Wars? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? The Tie Fighter falls off the spring. Big deal.
3: <laughs> no, thank you.
0: No.
1: Nope. I'd rather get Deadpool. I'd rather get Deadpool if anything.
3: Oh, I do like Deadpool. It is fun. See? Yes,
0: see? I do like Deadpool. See, so I I really like Deadpool. I think it's better than Star Wars by far.
3: I personally agree, though I think your coin drop would be better with Star Wars. Oh, I agree
0: too, but... I really like Deadpool, Bruce. Like, maybe I'll be using my IFPA discount soon.
3: Like, maybe you'll have to sell a game, Ron, to make room for Deadpool.
0: No, you've got plenty of room now. No, I don't. No, I don't. I do not have more room. I'm on a one-in-one-out basis at this point. So that brings me to the question, what game should I sell? Cue music that I don't have.
1: Ooh, 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 ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Okay, what game should I sell, Bruce?
1: Now I have to ask this question: Do you try to get a pro or a
0: or premium? A premium, premium.
1: Okay. So you have to think of what you're gonna to sell to make that exact money back up.
0: No, right? I'm not going by that. I just I need I'm going more by room. I need to free up a spot. Okay. And before you say anything, all the classic Sterns are off the table. Of course. None of them are going anywhere. I mean, I have a certain image to uphold. So do I. Mm -hmm. So
1: either it'd be one of two. Number one, TNA. Kick that fucking bitch to the door. Okay. Two, if you're going to sell a game and you sell it to me, next generation. So I can just annoy Zach every day. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay, um, Dennis. What game should I sell? Because clearly you know my entire collection.
3: <laughs> of course, I just haven't. Ever, I actually was going to suggest next gen to be the one to get rid of. It's inferior to Stern Star Trek anyway. I can't believe you kept went with next gen, and you're tired of working on it. Just let it go
1: and sell it to Bruce.
3: Yeah, sell it to Bruce. Sure.
0: But Bruce, that game goes for more money now, right? That's like a that's like a three thousand dollar game now. What next, next gen?
1: 10? It's more than that.
0: Oh, okay. So you'd give me more <laughs> than that? But I, luckily I have an ace in the hole. Oh, what's your ace in the hole?
1: Quicksilver.
0: Oh, what What are you saying? So so if I give that to you and uh, what? It would
1: discount some money off the... What do you mean it would discount, Wait, some, it would money discount
0: some money? I should get the Quicksilver entirely if I do that.
1: That's what, no, I'm sa- you're not listening to me. I would give you money and your portion of the Quicksilver.
0: No, you would give me money and your portion of the Quicksilver. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Wow, that's tempting. See? Mm. And I'd still be able
1: to annoy Zach all the time.
0: (laughs) Well, no, the game would be out of order half the time, so you you wouldn't be making any money. It almost got through the tournament without an issue, but it did have one, I forgot how many balls I have issue. Oh, my. Yeah. Huh, wow. So we're seeing a consensus here. Because I was going down the row, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking things like, you know, Black Knight. That's my first game. I, I can't sell that. You know, stars, no.
3: What about World Cup soccer?
0: No, too fun. Oh, God, no. Too fun.
3: And too I got fun? the ramps okay. for
0: it. I still got to uh, put those that's in. That's true.
3: I just, I thought maybe maybe you were ready to, what about Dracula?
0: Dracula was on the list because, okay. you know, I, yeah, I really, not a bad one. I don't love Dracula. I keep it to, like, punish people, and, and I'm a masochist. I like the pain that it gives out, and my, my father always likes playing it. Like, before he leaves, he always want to, wants to play a couple of games of Drakka. And I say, what's wrong with you? Why do you want to play that game? That, that was one of the other ones I was thinking. But, yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking next gen. So I think we're going to have to make a deal offline here. I'm liking what I'm hearing.
1: So uh, guess what? I put my Twister up for trade or sale on Pinside. And I have somebody asking if he wants to trade a last action hero.
3: Ooh, oh, oh, I take that. I like, I like last action hero. So oh, I. That's so what I'm saying. We like, do. Geez. Yes,
1: I say go for that. That's why I said, like, "Give me some
0: pictures." Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm interested in right now. Last action hero, which we incorrectly identify as a wide body. Yes, we did. Because mm-hmm. we suck.
3: Yeah, but it does have flop flippers to get access to those sides. It's got a lot in there.
0: Oh, Scott, that's like the Ultra... That's the Collector's Edition now. Crock full of nuts, is that
3: heavenly coffee?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So, uh, going through the list here, what game should I sell? Man, it seems like universally Star Trek Next Gen is, is getting the vote. I didn't even get a chance to go through the games. You both agreed. Hmm. Classic Stern remakes. We had the Sea Witch Beatles. Do we think there's more coming?
3: so you're aware that george gomez i believe last week was on one of the twitch streams the flipping out stream that and he did bring up that they've been discussing the idea of doing a stern classic line doesn't sound like they've moved forward with it
0: no what i heard was drop targets are really expensive
3: well the mechs not the little targets themselves the
0: drop targets are expensive these things cost more than people think they do he even mentioned a motor, which I'm trying to think, other than, like, Viper and, what is it, high hand, hot hand? Like, what, what Stern games had a motor in it? I don't know. But what I heard, see, the way I took that is, you're not going to see a classic Stern game without a new theme on it
3: that yeah, they which can monetize.
0: Sucks. You're not going to see Quicksilver. You're going to see some new game, some, some theme, with the Quicksilver play field.
3: Yeah. That would be my take. Uh, he spent a lot of that time speaking about how much the cost of the game was also driven by the Beatles license. And obviously, if they went and revisited, assuming Gary has those rights to all those, you know, I, my understanding is he, he does or he does in partnership with his ex wife, the, yes. the rights to the Stern Electronics titles, then you would think, oh, well, you, we don't have to retheme and we'll save a whole bunch of money on that. I also think, though, that it will be Beatles fied and that is every layout will not be just a, a copy and paste, but it will be remastered as well.
0: I agree. And Bruce, have you heard the, the rumor of what's coming next?
2: No. Really?
0: I heard it multiple places. I even heard it during Stomp.
1: Mmm, I was busy.
0: Oh, okay. So I've heard the, it's the Quicksilver-Led Zeppelin rumor.
1: Oh, I heard that, yeah. Ugh. Oh, God. Shoot
0: me in the cock. Please, we have guests, Bruce. Apologize.
1: I'm apologizing for shooting myself in the cock.
0: <sighs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Quick, quicksilver is Led Zeppelin. I mean, they're a good cover band. Oh God, they're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> See, I I would debate who owns the rights to their music, because they've been sued so many times for so many of their songs. Who actually owns the rights? Yeah, I know.
3: But did they lose those suits? I don't remember.
0: They they've lo- okay, okay for for those for those out there. Led Zeppelin's like first album might have like one original song on it. Everything else was ripped off, usually from some old blues musician. Mm-hmm. And at least one of them lawyered up and sued their ass, and got credit on a, a couple songs. The guy that did like "Dazed and Confused," which they totally ripped off, he sued them eventually, it, like fifty years later. I guess he didn't he, he never heard Dazed and Confuse their version which I find just
2: considerable that he else? didn't.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> he sued and and he won, so I would assume his name is somewhere in the uh, credits now. So I wonder how that worked. How, how do you not know someone ripped off your song when it's when it's that known of a song? And if you ever heard this guy's the original like it is the entire intro is almost a direct
3: copy. Yeah, I've heard the comparison. Uh, I've seen the comparison video on YouTube of that one.
0: That one was, yeah. They took off, there used to be a really good one that not only would it have, like, cause some of them are really reaching for, like, the similarities. This one had, like, concrete, like, this is obviously a rip-off. This is who they ripped it off from. This is probably how they got it. Because several of them were, like, you know, the Yardbirds who Jimmy Page was with toured with this band or this act, and this is probably where, where he heard it and then got, et cetera. That video's not there anymore. It was probably pulled due to rights issues.
3: Mm. But with Quicksilver, all this goes away.
0: Uh, yeah. How many? Let's see. How many letters are in Led Zeppelin, and how many letters are in Quicksilver? Same. It is. It is. It is. I don't think so. Well, hold on. Let me count this. Led Zeppelin. L-E-D. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And how many letters in Quicksilver? U U I C K S I L V E R Oh MY God. It's the same number of letters. Hey, hey, hey. No, 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 like, yeah. no.
1: Wait a sec. Ron can count to eleven, we just found out. I can. Ron. It goes to
0: eleven. <laughs> Den. Cashmere. Multiball. Den. Isn't Shoot that
3: great? A Stream.
0: So when's the ELO game coming out? Say, say if there was going to be an ELO game, Bruce, which retheme would you want? Which classic Stern?
1: No, I would actually want Cheetah. We're going wide body.
0: So ELO is going to be Cheetah.
1: Yes, because you get that stupid ugly woman off. You put the nice emblem of the the uh, ELO Ugly woman,
0: ship. that's so offensive, Bruce. Apologize. Well, she's ugly. I apologize to our viewers. Okay, she's homely
1: and ugly. How's that better?
0: Oh.
3: <sighs> I should I should just stop, shouldn't I? And they could retheme Orbiter One as Black Eyed Peas. There you
1: go.
0: Because it's all going down a toilet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
0: Orbiter One could be like Grateful Dead because you got to be stoned to play it. Yeah, pl- pull the plunger. Yeah, <laughs> shoot pinball. All right. Hey Ghostbusters code. It's out, Bruce. Have you updated the Ghostbusters at Silverball Saloon?
1: It's going to be updated tomorrow
0: for next
1: month's high score tournament. Wow.
0: What where where is Silverball Saloon by the way? I keep forgetting. Dennis, where is the Silverball Saloon?
3: I think it's in beautiful upstate New York, uh, 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester. Woo-hoo! Whoa! I do listen.
0: Either he listened or it took that long for him to bring it up on his browser.
3: No, oh, I'm, I'm afraid that my audacity will crash, so I dare not open it.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Uh, so, did you see that stream? Who saw that stream? They also did a dead flip stream where they showed the new code. Who saw yeah, that?
3: I missed it. I missed that one. Not at all. But I read the tiltworm summary of the changes. Uh,
0: yes, they did.
3: And they basically made everything easier. <laughs> I hear there's like... Up to five ball saves now.
0: Yeah, there's actually like two ball saves at the beginning of every ball, which they should do that on Star Wars. Oh, my God, yes.
3: Yes, I agree.
0: Yeah, because I'm watching this. They showed it. Basically, it starts with the initial ball saver. You drain, ball saver, comes back on. Drain again, then you get it back again. And I'm thinking like, man, that's perfect on Star Wars. Of course, then all your tournament types, you know, then they would like use it to get that multiplier up quicker.
3: Oh, Tournament scum. Yes,
0: tournament scum. It's like Star Wars. Tournament scum.
3: I'll deal with your tournament friends soon enough. Mm,
0: yes. If the door is closed, move to the next one. I love that. Hold on for two seconds, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Bruce is leaving us again in the
3: middle of a good joke. <laughs> he's probably got to go carry more fans.
0: Yes. Yes. He, he's um, working on the fans. Yes, he's bringing fans up to the roof.
3: To keep him cool. To keep him cool. Workers are tired. He's probably pulling the topper off Whirlwind as we speak.
0: We'll keep going. Screw him. Whirlwind. Whirlwind. I want to play the industrial blower Whirlwind again.
3: I didn't know that that was a thing.
0: Yeah, it, it's at California Extreme every year, which I don't really go to. I don't really go to anymore. But it was industrial blower in place of the fan. So when you feel the power of the wind. You really feel the power of the wind. Like you have to struggle <laughs> like to your stay eyes dry yes, out. You have to struggle to lids. stay up to the game. It blows that hard. It's awesome. They also have the um, Adams family that is connected to an exercise bike and you control the power of the flippers via the bike. So oh. the faster you pedal, the more powerful the flippers are.
3: Wow. Oh. See, this is the stuff that people will spectate.
0: Yeah, see, people would spectate that. Just as, and I want to see some of the pinheads on there. Oh, it, that would not be.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll show you real quick why this isn't a sport.
0: There better be an ambulance ready.
3: <laughs> <laughs> keep that adrenaline pin right by yeah. there. Yes. <laughs> clear yeah. <laughs> using the bike pedal to, to charge up the
0: paddles because i can tell you you know i do stair climbing i do aerobic stuff and even for me it was like it was tiresome near the end it's like oh my god because because you got to keep it going fast to get like normal flipper power
3: yeah i mean it's like if you're trying to get it up to what 50 volts or whatever it's yeah I, i'm imagining i mean it depends what they've got hooked up to do serve as the generator and I'm curious about it now. But it does sound exhausting and I am ever so lazy.
0: There's a video of I think I have a video out on my own my own channel Gizmonic, again mystery science data reference. So if you search for Gizmonic on YouTube, I think I have a California extreme video with Bruce on the bike doing it. <laughs> I think he gets multi ball too, so.
3: So are you the are you the secret founder to Gizmodo, the tech site? I am not. No. Oh.
0: So, the Ghostbusters code is out. I mean, it just makes a lot of things easy. Like, the skill shot is split into two. So, you have the lane skill shot. But if you hit stuff up there, it doesn't turn off the lower shots. So, you're not yeah. Yeah, so now
3: you can do both.
0: Yeah, so you're not in purgatory. You, yeah, ne- you, like, was, you never have to spell ghost again, I guess, if you just hit the target once. Yeah,
3: it's a one, one hit and slimers out. Yep. Moat's complete when you drain, unless it's the last one in the ladder.
0: It's not going to do anything for the flipper gap. It's not going to do anything to keep the ball from bouncing over the inlane guides, but it will at least give you some more ball savers, hopefully make the game a little more fun.
3: Yeah, it sounds like Dwight tried to program out the flipper gap yes. with that.
0: And I actually want to play it now. And and my second league that I'm in, they have a Ghostbusters there. The code comes out literally that day on Facebook I see they it was replaced with a Star Trek <laughs>
3: Now, is this the league where there are two pins?
0: Uh, no, we're up to four. But it's okay. not that league. It's another league in another location, and they have four pins. Okay. So, both my leagues, we have four games.
3: You're expanding. That's the, re- that's the renaissance, right Yes, ben? it is
0: the renaissance. And now, at this location, they have Star Trek, uh, they have Star Wars, they have Deadpool, and Striker Extreme. Oh,
3: you know, I finally got to, at TPF, play Striker Extreme, and I see why it's disliked, but it also isn't the worst game no, I've ever played. No, it's
0: not that. And the music is kind of catchy. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is.
3: I think they were really reaching when they decided to retheme it as an NFL football yeah, game. Yeah. Right?
0: And, and the thing is, I think Striker Extreme was like their Stern's first game as Stern. Yeah. And they really let you know is the guy's wearing like a Stern t shirt and it's like Stern. Everything is just Stern is everywhere.
3: Stern, the extreme brand.
0: The extreme brand. New Stern. Before they extreme. were the lifestyle
3: brand, they were the extreme they no extreme. fear, <laughs> stern, extreme. No fear.
0: Yeah, and that's where I've been playing a
3: lot of Deadpool.
0: It just shoots so different than, like, all the other freaking, all the other games.
3: That was my letdown with, El- with Elvira. It was just, I yeah. started to get in this habit of, hey, they're not spitting out a whole bunch of fans all the time. Now,
0: except for Jurassic Park, that also plays different.
3: Yeah, it's, and it's not a fan. It's got more than two flippers, so. But I'm not, like, really into dinosaurs.
0: Unless it's Godzilla. You know what I mean,
3: yeah, and he's you know more Kaiju than dinosaur,
0: yeah, and I mean I like I like silly theme games like dialed in is just a lot of humor it's
3: really silly dialed in's my favorite j j p oh yeah but then it rebooted on Bruce and his hate only grew only stronger. the only
0: time it ever did And that. it's grown
3: stronger. What is with his irrational hatred of dialed in and total nuclear annihilation?
0: And I'm sitting there like doing the stream and he, he couldn't wait. It's like he turned around and was smiling on his face like, look, look.
3: Here's your dialed in. Rebooting. It was like, I won. Yeah, right yeah, there. it's like, I won. Before like, he even won the tournament, he knew he won It's like, the what did you win? You get nothing. You, you get, get nothing. Loser. You lose, Ron. You lose.
0: I wonder if Bruce is firing another
3: bartender or something. Off the <laughs> oh, does, he, does he have to do that a lot? You're fired! I wonder how Bruce handles terminations. If he's like... Does he just walk up to him and say, shoot yourself in the cock?
0: Oh. <laughs> you know, the scary thing is, I'm sure if we asked him, he would tell us.
3: <laughs> I bet he would, but I don't know if you want to go and beep that much, so...
0: No, no, no. no. Uh, well, while we're waiting, Suncoast Pinball! They're done.
3: Want want, yep. Well... Kinda. I mean, it is a Chapter 11 reorganization. Yeah, chapter 11.
0: They got everyone's games to them except for four people, and they've advised those people to just...
3: Submit his claimants s- as claimants as s- uh, yeah. debtors on the bankruptcy. It's smart. It's, yeah. It's a shame. No one likes to see that happen. It is, but I'm glad that it seems like relatively early in the struggle, they're like, nope, this isn't working. We're going to go through bankruptcy, reorganize the debt, and get as much of this paid back as we can. So. It's not a Dutch situation. No, Dutch talk about how not to do it 101. I still say it's because it's it's a European thing. How oh, do you think so? You think it's cultural?
0: Uh, it, it's wholly cultural. The the way Barry talks about stuff, the the just the flippant way, it's it's definitely cultural. Bruce could tell you some stories. Okay. About the, about, about the Netherlands. Yeah, you bastards. Yeah. The Netherlands is is, is is a different world. Yes it is.
3: Cuz I've always just sort of assumed that my take on Barry is that he's very much in sort of a denial state of thinking that there's some path here.
0: Yeah, both. Both. Yeah, both. Like, ARA could have bought him out, and they could have made the games. If I remember, that was one of the offers on the table, and he's like, nope.
3: Yeah, it was for 51% stake, probably to take uh, you know full leadership control, but they didn't want it Then No, they had plenty of opportunities to have a reasonable chance of salvaging this project, or at the very least— calling it quits and giving people back pennies on the dollar and now there are essentially no assets well other than the uh bucket of parts that they've got and i just think it's like eh, i mean it's a i guess it's a little better situation than it was in the midst of the lawsuit with Ara, but it's not like it was two years ago so
1: the problem was they thought they were gonna win and they didn't they
3: were but they didn't even own. levy – I mean, okay, this is – do not not. Come on. on I got game. him going. Yeah. Well, I got him going there. <laughs> do you see that? A, Bruce, not to get on a fucking rant here, but come on. It's Ara levied the lawsuit. Of course they thought they were going to win. I can't understand it. If Dutch was so sure, they should have litigated. They yeah. should have opened Salvo and, <laughs> instead of going to Zytek without any research because they had all this stuff over with Ara. So if Dutch was confident, in my mind, they should have sued. And said, no, I'm living the lawsuit against you, Aura. You're trash. You're wronging us. You broke the contract. Instead, Aura takes them to court. And the moment that happened, I was like, I know who thinks they are really got the winning hand here. And oh, it yeah. sure as hell ain't Dutch.
1: No, it wasn't at all. I knew that.
3: I mean, but maybe they really did believe it. And they just they bought into their own line of, well, you know, we don't want to waste resources. So. It's like, they have 40 games The 40 games. That's, you can't just walk away from that much asset. Mm-hmm. Well, what do I know? I'm just American. America, America, You're America. Bruce. Fire bartenders. How do you do it? Are you gentle?
1: Oh, it wasn't last night. Oh, wait
0: a minute, another one?
1: No, oh, no, 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 no. I wanted to kill one of my customers that came in, and I wanted to. And one of my, one of the bartenders had to hold me back.
0: Oh, Bruce, you realize we're recording, right? Oh yeah, I wanted to kill him. Why did you want to kill one of your patrons? Did he say that Star Wars is a better game?
1: No, it's just a long story, but let's just say I don't get along with this guy and I told him three past times not to come in here anymore and he thinks he just owns the place and comes in here. Well, don't you own the place? Yes. There you no, go. No
3: surprise twist, it's the landlord. Dun,
1: dun, dun. <laughs> it's actually my wife.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So um so so he wasn't the one who wrote the five star review that's in the mailbox right now. No. Okay. See, told you. We're getting five stars still, though.
3: Yep. Yes, you are. Are those still going to the Slam Tilt email? Yeah, he refuses to fix
0: it. (laughs) He refuses to fix the damn thing.
3: Bruce, why do you burden Ron with these?
0: Oh, I love it. You know, it's like. You won't even do polls on Facebook anymore. Or you lie about them. I put them up. You just lose. I put them up, even though you can't see them. And then I say I took them down. Yeah, okay. You,
1: You can block people.
0: You can block. Yeah, he has this whole thing about block. Yeah, okay. Have you gone to the Dutch School of Denial?
1: Yes. Okay. I am going to I am going to make the
3: best poll ever. Will you sell access to your poll for $12,500? Yes. And if I get in on it, will you eventually give me the original poll that I can then either sell myself or you can pay me the original amount back for participating yes. in said poll?
1: I don't know why Dutch hasn't won the twippy
3: <laughs> <laughs> for best putt. <laughs> For favorite what?
1: <laughs> favorite uh, BS artist.
0: Board issues, Bruce. They're only board issues. That's why we're having the delays.
1: Yes, exactly. But uh, <laughs> does anyone know, remember I, that?
3: I, oh, I do. Yeah, I, still, I still harp on it from time to time because that was the big lie. That... Oh, yeah. for, for
0: those who don't know what we're talking about, when the Big Bascos were originally delayed, Dutch said it's uh, board issues. Issues with the boards. And they blamed Aura.
3: Yeah, it was funny. a buy it was a buy time strategy because they were actually struggling to compensate Aura for the you know, that was where the contract dispute was happening and Aura was wanting more money. But by being disingenuous, now no one trusts anything that comes out of Dutch pinball, by and large, because it's like, well, you've already shown a propensity to lie when you don't want to if you're uncomfortable with what the truth is. So how can we trust you now? It was really stupid. Really stupid oh, yeah. decision.
0: Yes. All right. Next thing I got here is kind of part of the news segment, but it, it, this was actually, I think, a week ago, week and a half ago. Who here saw the um, – this was on the This Week in Pinball podcast. Hi, Jeff. Hi, yeah, Jeff. Dennis doesn't have to say hi. He's already on there. Up, yeah, he's, Jeff? He's worthy. He's worthy. I'm,
3: I'm, not, I'm not moonlighting on other podcasts, Jeff. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> but it was the, um, the statement from Deep Root from Robert oh, Mueller, God. their president. Did you see this, the, the interview
3: yeah. that Jeff had
0: with him? So yeah. you actually read this, and I assume, I, I mean, Dennis, you had to have read this. It's Twip. Well,
3: I, I did, though. They, I think they talked about that when Dwight was on the podcast, but yes, I, did, did. I did read it, yeah.
0: So, I mean, some of these statements, I mean, he's still going full bore with the, you know, we're, we're going to kick ass.
1: I almost feel like it's a little overconfidence like Dutch has.
0: Except they haven't taken anyone's money yet. That's the difference. I agree
1: with that, but guess what? They still have the same over-cockiness.
0: Over-cockiness? Okay. The truth. But I rem—I I like the, the one statement. Like,
1: If you want to get in on the... I'm uh, confused
0: about this statement. Says, Other pinball manufacturers interested in licensing the Deep Root Package of innovations? should email sales at deeproot.com. What is the Deep Root Package of Innovations? What are you... Are you it saying... It must be in-
1: big... And full, and lots of power in the front. Are are you
0: saying it could be utilized by other pinball manufacturers?
1: Yeah, so that means. And and Robert Mueller,
0: you know, responds because, as as we all know, remember, we did this as a wrestling bit before. And Robert says, You know, brother, it would take you at least five years and tens of millions of capital for other manufacturers to catch up with the nearly 200 innovations we we're planning, dude. Yeah, unless they, f- they chose to flat-out copy us. We are more than happy to share the license. It's a sum all of a deep root package. We will show off at lunch. Lunch? Lunch. Ugh. We also want to support smaller or boutique manufacturers in being able to get access to the economies of scale to increase the quality of their games while lowering their price, dude. It's interesting that, so he doesn't consider it their company a boutique manufacturer.
1: Yeah, I know, which hasn't made one pinball machine.
0: But hasn't taken any money yet.
1: I don't care about that. You've been bragging about that for two years that you're gonna make the best pinball machine out there.
0: They said they're gonna have a play field that's they're gonna have a ten year warranty yeah. on oh, the playfield. That's like insane. What are they gonna make the play fields out of? TVs. TVs? I don't even get what that means. Like digital, like video. <laughs> so like P3. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't understand how to do this. Uh, so- Hold on for two seconds again, guys. Hold on for me. Oh. Oh, yep, yep, I, oh. My phone was ringing, so I oh. don't know
3: what it was. I put mine on mute.
1: <laughs> uh, I did, too. Mine was on mute. I just saw it, burr, 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 burr,
0: it was vibrating.
3: And right I flipped up. mine upside down. Oh, wow. No, I lied. Sorry. you think? just like Dutch. So what do you
0: think, wow. so what, what do you think Dennis? What, what could they be making the play playfields out of? that
3: will be a 10 year warranty. Oh, yeah. I remember back when uh, I had Robert on Eclectic Gamers. He mentioned the sledgehammer. That's where that sledgehammer statement originally came from. Or a hammer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's he going to have a hammer
0: at launch. Yep. And he's going to
1: banish the playfield. Ham- yep. Yep.
3: And now it's the hammer. It's like hashtag the hammer. Mm-hmm.
1: I, have, I have it. I just thought of it. You know how we have a steel ball rolling on a wood playfield?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to have a steel playfield with a wooden ball.
0: Okay, um, Dennis, give me a real answer because that's just stupid. <laughs> uh,
3: um, there's been some thought that perhaps it's a hard top, kind of like those hard top protectors. I mean, that would, because there's, there's plenty of other materials like what the, you do use for like pickup truck bed liners and stuff, but all of it's pretty pricey. And if they're planning to go in under the price point of a Stern Pro, at least on some of the games, uh, which had been suggested at one stage by Robert. Then the thought is it has to be something affordable. So, plastic overlay, something along those lines would, you know, that would probably, again, I don't know how that withstands a, well, I mean, if the hammer's a rubber mallet, maybe. Or some sort of plastic, you know, go back to the, the a plastic playfield concept. It was, it was pricey back in the 80s, but maybe at this point the technology is advanced enough that you could have a wood playfield with a plastic, uh, you know, the plastic surface instead of the last layer of, of plywood or something. I don't know.
0: Only time will tell, and that will happen in two months at the Houston Arcade Expo. Yeah.
3: I thought it was interesting, the suggestion about the 10-year warranty on, on the games. Yeah. That's a long warranty long for tech. Long
0: time. It's been such a long time. Boston, uh, Stargazer, the next retheme. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm. I like that better you like that, Patrick?
3: I do.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they're just clamoring for the Boston retheme.
3: If only they can get it from American Pinball, their first licensed title.
0: What do we think their first licensed title is going to be? Sherlock Holmes?
3: <laughs> well, but that's not...
2: Well, that's I mean, not licensed, That's, that's not I licensed.
3: Yeah. It's just the known... That's a free... Right. Public domain. Yes. Right, uh, public domain theme. Non-original theme, but unlicensed, which is there. I, I mean, I hear they've got plans to start doing a license i gotta think it's gonna be i don't think they're gonna go whole hog so i think they're gonna want to dip their toe in on something either relatively obscure or old enough that it just doesn't and something that doesn't command you know something that's cheap but i mean that's i'm being wordy but that's what i'm thinking something really cheap like GoBots. GoBots. <laughs> like it's god. like well wait, no transformers is too much let's do go bots
0: hey i like the Gobots. they have human had brains. brains they have human do- brains <laughs> god
3: Scooter. i remember that
0: oh that's so bad that i remember that
3: thundercats oh, thundercats snarf, 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 snarf. yes oh
2: god
0: what? I, I could
3: play snarf for them and they'll save money
0: thunder 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 <laughs> thundercats oh come on bruce poltron Voltron, oh God. Yeah, the American one or the much more um, graphic Japanese version? The Japanese version with the cars. Well, no. They're, they're they are both. They're both Jap- yeah, but yeah, they're but, both Japanese. You know,
3: everyone wanted the Lions assembly. No, I don't want the Lions. I want no them. one wants the, that cheap, let's take the 20 cars and build Voltron yeah. one. I love that
1: yeah, one. Except, Bruce, one.
0: except Bruce. <laughs> except yeah,
1: well, Bruce. If you want to go Japanese animation, let's go either with Force. Which is really gotcha, yeah. man, or Star Blazers, which is you know the spaceship Yamato.
3: Yeah, they're gonna go Japanese animation. I would, if I were them, I would do Cowboy Bebop because it's got a lot of crossover appeal.
1: Or RoboTron. Uh, what was that? Not RoboTron, but
3: uh, what yeah, was well, the, RoboTron was from, from the eighties. Bro- I remember that. Bro, yeah. With Minmei. let yes. her sing her song.
1: Yes. Ron's like, what the fuck did I just want? <laughs>
3: I'm like no. I've I'm seen Cowboy drawn. Bebop.
0: I don't know what the Robotron one is. Oh yeah, God.
3: that's yeah. It was a it was a series from the from the 80s. I think yep. it was like a 24 episode arc yep. or something. Yep, it was. Where there was like a cannon in Alaska that was a weapon, that shot into space.
0: Was it powerful enough to destroy a planet?
3: It was powerful enough. The beam could bend. It could actually turn after you fired. It didn't work like a laser at all. Yes. I was
0: very confused.
1: Yeah, we were.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: um. Repairs, Bruce.
1: I have one ongoing. The flipper board blew up on RoboCop. I have three bad transistors, and unfortunately, they are IRF9530 transistors.
0: Of course they are. What does that mean, Bruce? They're hard to get?
1: I've never seen them before this, so I didn't have any spares, and I had to order them from Marco. They have them laced, and I should be getting them in a couple of days, and then I'll put them in, and I'll see what caused it to blow up. The coils are good, so I don't know if somebody was just sitting there with the flipper up and just blew the transistor and blew something else out or something else, like a chip took out something else. Don't know yet. Cleaned some machines this week, and I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, and... Uh, who done it? The left flipper was not returning back properly, and I went inside there and it was only hanging by one wood screw.
0: Ooh, like the entire plate? <laughs> the whole plate was. Wow, gone. okay. Fill those holes in, Bruce.
1: Yeah, I did. I glued all sticks in, got it all, tightened it all back up, and it's been going for a couple days now, so we'll see. You
0: glued the sticks in? Yep. Okay. In. So, any repairs, Dennis? I mean, you have all these got leaves. They probably yeah. never break, right? <laughs> never,
3: ever break. The got leaves are done. They've got their grounding mods in. I think they're okay. Um, uh, yeah, the I lost the bottom segments on player three and four on firepower, and uh, the R11 resistor was clearly o- overheated. Uh, so appears my player four display has a short behind the glass. So I have ordered an LED kit to replace those, and that just arrived today.
0: LEDs. Oh, no.
3: Yep, The LED, little like wolf pack, you know, solder on the, you know, build them yourself, sort of thing. So,
1: so I have a question here.
0: Uh, sure. Screw my repairs. Okay. Go ahead. Do your repairs and I'll ask the question. Uh, I don't have any. Go ahead.
3: But what about dialed in and it's rebooting?
0: It did that once. Wow. Oh, okay. That's the Bruce effect.
1: Okay. So, I have a question here. Everyone's seen Blues Brothers, right?
3: Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. And what's one of the most famous scenes in the movie? There are several, Bruce. You need to be more specific.
3: Like the apartment blowing up?
0: Nope. Driving your car through a mall? Uh, okay, yes. Oh, okay, yes. No. Okay, I'll give you that one. Sure. Just happened again in Chicago today. What, someone drove,
3: drove through a mall.
1: car through a mall and destroyed stuff?
3: Were they filming Blues Brothers three thousand? I
1: don't know. God, I, I hope, hope not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh come on, John Goodman wants another chance, man.
1: He was blowing there, and it was in it was in Chicago.
0: What the hell's going on? And they
1: charged him for terrorism.
0: Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Doom, 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 do do Was that playing while he was going? <laughs> Maybe it
1: was. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure they were going to hit
3: him with just a, like a parking violation. Do you have no. Miss Piggy in this? Mild movie violation.
1: <laughs> do you have the Miss Piggy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> That's my favorite line. One of my favorite lines. Which
0: is funny because Miss Piggy is in the movie. Yes. Frank Oz is right in the beginning.
1: <laughs> yes, he is. Okay, so uh, I'd buy that.
0: Oh, oh, wait a minute. You have actual I'd Buy That's?
1: No, I tell people you keep on buying all the cheap shit, and I can't find anything else now when I buy that. So fuck you all.
0: Wow. I apologize to our listeners for Bruce. What, how many we have left? None now that you said that. Fuck yeah. See what I have to put up with, Dennis?
3: It sounds very exhausting. No wonder you only do the show every once in a while.
0: I mean, I, I mean. <sighs> hey, he only had to ask me this time. Once.
3: That's true. That's true. It's because it was Fan Day, and you were going to be there anyway.
0: I mean, how do you feel, Dennis? I mean, you're bullied by Zach all the time. I mean, yeah.
3: he he is a bully. I can't believe Dwight Sullivan told Zach he wasn't a bully. Of course, there was this long, pregnant pause while he tried to think of the, the nice way to tell a bully that he's not a bully. Yeah, it's very exhausting. That's why I only only do that one every other week. Of course, he was nice to
0: me. I wonder why.
3: Oh, okay. He's nice to most of the guests. Ah, you're a known uh, quantity in the sense, Ron. That. Your knowledge base in pinball the scene is seen as very, very high. And you have this persona as a very serious person. So, <laughs> yeah, Bruce may know the truth, but I don't know. Maybe Zach was buttering you up, hoping to get a few voices out of you. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Someone always does that. It's, it's great. It's great. I don't know. But like now when he had he had Crystal Gimnick on, he had Dwight on, and then he gives them nicknames and then asks them if it was OK. He asks for permission. I don't get asked permission. I'm the Charlie Brown of podcasts. Everyone just pulls the football away from me and then kicks me in the nuts.
0: Although me and Bruce are wearing our Dennis Creasel t-shirts right now.
3: <laughs> you know that they actually are releasing t-shirts.
0: Are you kidding? Uh, no,
3: no, no, I'm not. God, no, no. Not with my face on them.
0: Okay. Not with
1: my face. Well, I still want to do the shirt that Mrs. Pin gave me. Yes,
0: because I know after oh, saying cool. I would never have a shirt with my face on it. Mrs. Penn Crown, the one exception.
1: <laughs> that is the one exception. She really did good on that one.
3: I mean, she's very, very talented. And now she's got like this whole like sweatshop thing going on, I think, with her kids making trophies.
1: Oh, yeah, she does. She is, she is slave labor. No, she's teaching again.
3: I know. That's why the kids are now en- enlisted in making the trophies because she's got the day job and she gets mm, home. And she's yes. like, you better make your quota, kids. We need some trophies for Stomp now yeah that doesn't look like wonder woman try it again crush
0: all right we're gonna go to the ball bag the male ball bag and no reaction from bruce nope you missed your cute no you didn't like it last time Uh, you keep on going thinking it's creepy uh, well yeah it is but it's kind of your thing
3: See, this is the this is the side effect of the bullying that yeah, happened. Yeah,
0: know.
1: See, now, now there's gonna...
3: all the back and you know, everyone's Okay.
1: Now, now I'm gonna now I'm just gonna be myself and just be very quiet. No, you're not being yourself. Vivid. That's
0: that's yeah. Yourself is quiet. Um, I would just like to thank our listeners. They sent a lot of ideas for segments in, which we will probably be using in the future episodes. Mm-hmm. We, we will be we will be ripping you off. Well, you actually sent them to us, so I guess it's not ripping you off, but you get the idea.
3: You inspired them with your call to arms. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: We have... Shut up. sent us uh, several cool ideas. And we will definitely be using some of these. So thank you. And he's going to be at Expo this year. Hope to see you there, Ron. Oh, no. Is he going to give me a hug? I hope not.
1: I hope so. Give Ron the hugs. No, don't. Why
3: didn't he hope to see Bruce. Well, Bruce
1: never goes anywhere. I'm, yes, I'm he anywhere.
3: does. He drives like twenty mile twenty hours to pick up a game and then turn oh. right back around and go back Oh home.
1: wait, wait, Dennis, that's later on in
0: the episode. Oh my
3: god. Oh, I'm wait a minute, ahead of you myself. did this
0: again? Alright. So uh, John Cosson, Doctor John. Doctor John. He was um night. Remember last week when we were talking about the top one hundred, or actually we were talking about the top one thousand. You know, we were arguing about, you know, higher or lower ranked. Mm-hmm. Well, John says just a quick thought about the higher, lower when talking about place in the rankings. Wouldn't saying inside the top one thousand or outside the top one thousand be clearer? Yes, it would. Yes, it would. What did we say again? How you you said it wrong. You must not be talking to me. I
3: think Bruce said he was high. You said you were higher than a certain number. In you, yeah, he's
0: like higher ranked when it was actually lower. Whatever.
3: Right. He said higher because he meant the. The numeric number, number is number, higher. Lower numatic. ranked, higher number. Like being third is higher than second, mm-hmm. which isn't really, Bruce, how normal people speak. but Well, I'm not normal. Got an
0: email from Alex who says, Bruce, how about them Bills?
1: Oh, fuck them. Yeah, it's great. No, they're great because they lost this week.
0: All right. All right. No, no, no need to get upset. Let's see. Uh, Jim says, good morning, guys. Enjoying the episodes, though they are less frequent. In an attempt to make IFPA Whopper ranking levels easier to understand, I will throw this idea into the ring. How about saying if a player is ranked over or under 1,000? That seems to make good sense. Example, Bruce is currently ranked under 1,000 in the IFPA rankings. Keep fighting the good fight, Ron. Cheers. So what do you think? That sound good?
1: Australian, he's Australian, so they're ganging up on me now. They didn't like that I called it a continent.
3: But it is a continent.
1: I know! Thank you!
3: You were right on that one, Bruce. <laughs> oh, the New Zealand contingent.
0: Yeah! What do you think? Under, over 1,000? I like that. Okay.
3: Why not just say you're in the top 1,000 or you're not?
0: See, that that would also work, too. We have a request. Ooh! From Jim. It's please take a few minutes on your show to review the Pinball Expo seminar schedule. Is it out? Oh, yes, Bruce. It's been out forever.
3: <laughs> I do. So I guess that means give everything a rating like out of five, with five being awesome.
0: Well, that'd be unfair.
3: Well, he said review it.
0: Well, I can't, I can't review stuff that hasn't occurred yet.
3: I no, he's, he's I, well, I thought that, I thought the request was odd, but I mean what else is there to do but the actually just verbally read out something that's already written.
1: Or he's saying review like what they're talking like
0: the seminar. Or is maybe up. whether we would attend or not, possibly. Exactly. Okay. Ah. So, so we have uh, let's see, the first one is a custom pinball is within your reach. Speaker Dino Kasperi. So if I was into custom pinballs, sure. No. I mean, if you were building your own, that would probably be a good thing to attend. No.
3: That could be where the deep root wooden pinball will be unveiled.
0: There you go. There you go. Uh, what time is the seminar at? 1.30 uh, on Thursday. So at 2 o'clock, okay, I'll give the times at 2 o'clock on Thursday, we have To Infinity and Beyond for the speaker, Jim Shilberg. Would you attend that? <laughs>
3: It seems a little early for the Toy Story reveal. Mm,
0: Yeah. yeah. I've heard Jim too many times. Nope. Wow. I have. But you're saying that, like, you've heard him a bunch of times, so you you don't need to see him again. Yep. Okay. It just sounded very mean, Bruce. And your point? Uh, Whatever. 3 p.m., Pinball and People. Speaker Roland Nitschie hate the title.
3: Zero. It may be a training seminar for how people on Pinside can learn to treat each other like human beings.
0: Yeah, there you go. Wow, Bruce, you are, you are like, I hate the title. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Are you going to do that for, like, every one of these and just insult people? That's pretty mean. And you're not even going to be there. So I'm going to have to take all the shit now. Give all your complaints to Ron Hallett. No! Punch
1: him in the no. head instead of, instead of hugging him.
0: Pin Quest 101. Learn how to play from the creators. Speaker Nick Shelton and Kyle Troy.
3: Readers are what though? They don't sound like normal. People. Oh, the yeah, that's that uh, that's uh not do a, you do you do Pinquest at Silverball Saloon, Bruce? I'm guessing not given What the fuck's PinQuest? Given your your what the fuck's Pinquest. Yeah, PinQuest is this I, I'm not sure app's the right word. Um uh, let's say service, where they're trying to get operators to participate in the system, and then what happens is you get to have challenges assigned to like getting particular scores or achieving things on pinball machines. And then the idea is the player takes a photo or whatnot and then goes up and they get to claim a prize from you, the operator, and that's supposed to drive business to your saloon.
1: Okay. First, I already do that. It's called a high scoreboard. Second, are you comparing scores between place to place or just your place? Just your place. Okay. Okay. Why should I pay them when I have a big, humongous chalkboard doing that
3: for me? I think you should go to the seminar and ask that.
0: Nope. So Bruce will be at that seminar. Ron's going to record it for me. Uh, I'm sure they'll all be recorded. What is a haunt-cade? Speaker Ryan Palicki, the night mutilator. Ooh.
1: I pull my man junk out
0: at night and I mutilate it. (laughs) Jesus. You see? See what I have to put
1: up
3: with? That's so graphic.
1: (laughs) I got the wooden hammer
0: now and I'm going to go to the metal hammer now. (laughs) Where's the meat cleaver? (laughs) You won't hear this shit on Twip, that's for sure. No (laughs) fucking way.
3: (laughs) Jeff may not like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have at 4 p.m. We have... We have The Origin of Ideas, speaker Doug Watson. He's going to tell us how he got the idea for Quicksilver by looking at that heavy metal magazine cover.
1: There you go. I like Doug Watson.
0: I'd say that one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We have The Golden Age of Pinball, The Men, The Machines, The Memories, speaker Golden Huss, or Hussie, Jr.
3: Yeah, Gordon Hesse, I believe. Gordon Hesse, yeah. Jr. He's a historian.
0: Ah, there you go. You can learn more about pinball, Bruce. Golden Age, though? What are they considering the Golden Age? Uh, Probably EMs, I
1: would assume. I
3: in fact, I think his area of interest specializes in wood rail.
0: <laughs> wow. What time is that one? Wood rails can be fun. 5.15.
1: Okay, that'll get me ready for my afternoon nap. Good.
0: Okay, at 6 p.m., we have the Pinball Auction. All proceeds go to Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is... Probably this is similar to what they used to have during the during this stuff, the yeah. Um, yeah the thing we can't think of
3: the banquet banquet. The
0: banquet Jesus that they uh, they don't do anymore. Okay, at six thirty. We have American Pinball Talk. Josh Cougar. We don't and, know
1: how to make displays. And Joe good.
0: Schober. What do you mean they don't know how to make displays good? Oh, the fucking displays on.
3: He means the animation the quality
0: is terrible. Okay, well you can go to the American Pinball Seminar. We can ask him how
1: how somebody rates Houdini a great game. Why
0: would you ask them that? I would ask the person who rated
1: they it. They
3: don't even make Houdini anymore. And there's a reason why.
0: Because they're making Oktoberfest now?
1: Nah, uh, come on. M- multiple manufacturers have multiple lines. They don't. Lazy.
0: They don't lazy. Wow. If Bruce, you're making lots of friends at a place you will not be attending. Okay, perfect. Kind of chicken shit, in my opinion.
1: Yep, total chicken shit.
0: Okay, <laughs> These... I'm a I'm
1: a mouth commando, not a keyboard commando. Um, uh, I... I knew that's gonna get him. I knew it was gonna get him. Seven thirty, the
0: entire history of pinball by the goofballs speakers Mark um, Bacula and Don Caldwell. I think they've been there. They've, they've been, been doing there many this. Times. They've been, they've been doing this like, like yeah. Years. They they've been doing this like almost every year. I've been there, so they must yeah. be doing something right if they keep coming back.
1: They do it for free.
0: Uh, they do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all do it for free? Uh, eat, I'm not getting paid to do the um, media event. Did I even get into that yet? I don't know. Oh, I, I mentioned it. There's going to be a media event at Expo. Like, yeah, there's, there's like a media, a media row. There's going to be like a media row, and one hour each day, all us media people are going to be there to greet the fans.
3: Not me. Not me.
2: <laughs>
0: Fans, I should say fellow pinheads, because, I mean, really, I, I think most of it will be me, like, just talking to the other people in the media row as nobody comes up to our table.
1: Groupies. All the groupies that are coming. Ju- no, they'll,
0: no, they'll just they'll come up to Teolis' table, you know. They'll just ask him to, to, like, just talk because they like his voice. <sighs> Pinball Expo Hall of Fame induction ceremony will be at 830. Maybe Bruce will be inducted.
3: Nope. Nope. Yeah. That's why he's not showing up, because he's bitter.
0: A recap of thirty-four years of Pinball Expo. Speaker Rob Burke, that will be at nine PM. And that's just Thursday. Mm. What sounds so excited. Okay, starting at wow, eight fifteen AM. That is an early seminar.
3: Oh, that's the sort of slot they'd give me. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's where they like, oh, we're gonna put you at eight fifteen, like, really? Especially pinball people, they are not good at getting up early. No,
3: not no. Not at all. So <laughs> eight... like, oh, I'm hungover. Uh, yep. Let's go to a seminar. 8.15 yep.
0: a.m. Pinball repair in a modern era.
3: I like that See one. See that? You like,
0: Yes. Ron Coon Jr. Then at 9 a.m. we have, what is my game worth? Speaker Derek Fugate.
3: Well, it's not Zach market trending it? No. Market trend, market trend, because <laughs> it's all made up. Nine
0: forty-five a.m. The Silver Ball Museum, the top attraction in New Jersey. Speaker Rob Avento.
1: I don't know if it's top t-
0: attraction in New Jersey. What's the top attraction, in New Jersey, Bruce? Uh, probably Great Adventure. Great Adventure. Well, it's probably the top pinball attraction in New Jersey. I would agree with that. All right. Well, you do have eight on the break. Ten thirty a.m. We have. Quetzal Pinball, 10 Years Creating Pinball Machines. Speakers Antonio Ortuño and Gustavo
3: Diaz. Are they the one that did an Olympic Goblin?
0: I don't know. I do not know. I might go just to see what that means. Not me. Uh, Whatever, Bruce. Then at 10.15, we have the Time Travel Warehouse with speaker John Robertson. Mm Mm-hmm. From Vancouver, I believe.
2: Yep, yep.
1: He finds all these old games and opens them up.
0: Yep. And like he he had the new inbox Black Knight. Yep. The new inbox Robotrons. Yep. He's also like, isn't he like the man to go do for Atari stuff? Yes. If I remember, yes. He's he's your guy for Atari. All four of you out there. So so yeah, so if you own a <laughs> Superman, the only Atari game worth owning, you can yes. ask
1: him about. It. Or four by four if you find the second prototype.
0: From bricks to at uh, one o'clock, from bricks to balls, or how I built a Lego pinball machine. Luke Harwar, Horwath. Next. Wow, 1:15 Fargo Pinball. How to open your own pinball club. Speakers: Bill, Jim, and Emily Brooks. Maybe. We're trying to do like a pinball co-op here in Albany area. At 2 a p.m. We got the pinball history and science in Spain. I wonder if they'll talk about Sagusa.
3: Mm, maybe. Or Playmatic
0: play that yeah they'll talk about that clear cult they used and why it, it
3: it seems to still be going strong 40 years later you know i've tried to i don't i still i've looked into that i still don't understand exactly what they did i did hear one of them did use some sort of uh i guess sort of I don't know if it was polyurethane. It was different than a lacquer, but I think some of them may have just put on a lot of lacquer. I'm not sure. There was a lot of experimenting, and I don't a think whole a lot of, lot of lacquer. And I don't think there was a lot. A lot like I, had a, I had a space gambler in my house for a while, and you could actually see the brush strokes in that lacquer. It looked good.
0: 3 p.m., we have Pinball Art before Pixels. Speaker John Yossi. Yeah, I've
1: met John many times, and I enjoy his company, and
0: do enjoy like his company, okay. Uh, yeah, we've p- actually had
1: we've actually had drinks across the street at the other oh. place. Oh,
0: yes, That's, yeah, Bruce, Brucey. He's with the big wigs, you know. Four p.m. We have modern pinball design and engineering speaker Pat Lawler. Yeah, that guy might be okay. Yeah. you know. I, I hope as long as it's different than the one last year. I mean, the one last the last one I saw with him was really good. He went over; it was actually dialed in from the beginning concept all the way to the end. Showed like all the white woods, it's very interesting. So if he might be doing that, you know, he's probably be doing that for um, Waka. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like the similar thing. Five fifteen, we have mods and innovations over the years. Speaker Todd Tucky. No. 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 Six thirty, we have tips on shipping a pinball machine. Speaker Dino Gasperi. Yep. You never ship any. You just pick them up, Bruce. I shipped. Then at 7, we have Elvira House of Horrors launch event with special guest Cassandra Peterson. Which I would, you know, I I know she doesn't appear in public as Elvira anymore, but if there was ever time to do it,
2: this would be be it.
0: You know, if she came out in the Elvira, you know, outfit with, you know, the the game's under a cover or something, like, look, it's Elvira. So would you go to that, Bruce? Yes. Of course you would. Then it's seven. This one sounds interesting. Actually, they mentioned this on uh, on the Twit podcast. Family feud without the family. Speakers Dwight Sullivan and Corey Stup Stoop. It's going to be some kind of game show thing. Mm. And I'm all about the game show stuff. Let's see. And that's it. And the weird thing is that's going to be the same time as the game reveal.
3: I did check. I was not correct. (laughs) (laughs) Olympic. Olympic Goblin, which is now called Goblin Contest, that's by Phoenix Pinball. And uh, Quetzal Pinball is the one doing that Tokyo Perfect Drift pinball. Ah. And I guess it's the same designer who did Captain Nemo dives again.
0: Uh, The Tokyo Drift, that's the one with the completely non-offensive art.
3: Yes. Okay.
0: Let's see. Then Saturday, we have 10.30, Restoring Pinball Artwork and Saving More Games. Speaker Steve Azam
3: shall we play a game
0: shall we rock rock rock, rock, rock and rock. Roller no, games. it's not roller games it's war games i always have to remind everyone at work that defcon one is war and five is peace yes everyone gets that backwards i don't know why uh,
3: it's like are you above the top 1000 exactly top 1,
1: well that's only one through five if you don't understand that one boy
0: then we have at 10 a.m. the Coin Op Carnival: Electrifying Tales of Mechanical Contraptions. Speaker Ryan Clater. I, I want that book. You didn't get it at TPF? No, I, I looked for it. I didn't see oh, it anywhere. They had a booth. Yeah, I'm not very good at looking, obviously. I had a multi bingo. <laughs> I literally was looking for a booth. I was looking for the book. That was the one thing I was going to buy. It was,
3: yeah, they were kind of located, not in the same row, but relatively close to the spooky booth. But yeah, no, I like, that's probably going to be my, uh, not probably. I, I'm almost, assur- almost assuredly will be my vote for favorite publication for this year. It's fun. Do you have the book? I do.
0: You purchase an item.
3: I did. <gasps> it, well, okay. Uh, oh, well, let me. All right, they gave me one because I did have one of them on the Eclectic Gamers podcast. But I also bought one for my brother-in-law, so I did buy one. But it's not the one I kept.
0: There you go. Then let's see. At twelve noon, and it has question marks next to it. Um, okay. It's a special guest, Cassandra Peterson, Elvira. So I guess you can meet. It. You can meet Cassandra Peterson. Then at one o'clock to two thirty, we have the autograph session. I wonder if Timmy will be in there.
3: How much do you charge, Ron, for an autograph? Uh, no one ever asked me for one. Well, you'll find out at Media Row. Oh, really? Yes, I could feel it in my bones. Oh, my God. Can I have your oh, autograph? Bring your, bring your Sharpie.
0: The only thing I was asked to sign anything was actually for a video game thing. Like the uh, Twin Galaxies World Record book, someone wanted me to sign it.
3: Uh, I got asked to sign a shirt at TPF. That was it.
0: Let's see. We have at 3 p.m. the making of Black Knight. With Steve Ritchie, are you gonna watch it, Bruce? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, of course you would. You can watch me. You love me. I'm Steve Ritchie.
3: When I made Black Knight, it was great. And then they went and they stole it and made Flash Gordon. It's a ripoff.
0: Claude Fernandez, I hate him. He ripped off my ideas.
3: <laughs> yeah, Claude.
0: Damn you, Claude! And you know, don't forget. Don't forget about skateball. He totally ripped off Flash. That was even more blatant than Flash Gordon. It really was. It's completely Flash. He just moved the fl- He moved the flipper and added some drop targets. Skateball does not exist without Flash.
3: Yeah, but uh, you could, one could argue that both of uh, Claude's versions were superior to the Richie originals.
0: No, no. Skateball's ah. better. Skateball's better, but I like Black Knight better. Sorry.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I like Flash Gordon more than Black Knight.
0: Uh, you're wrong, but okay. At 4 p.m., We have the making of Jurassic Park. We know you would be there, Bruce. Yes. 5 o'clock, we have Elvira House of Horror Seminar. Oh! With all the makers of the game and Elvira again. She's going to be busy. That's at least three appearances for her. Then there's going to be another auction at 6. Then at 6 p.m., this one is Team Bally, a reunion of the Bally family.
3: I hope it's just focused on, like, 1983 to 86.
0: No, it's, it's probably before that. You know, the good games. Aww. Oh, and Claude Fernandez is going to be there. Oh, boy. I, I hope there's not an incident. Claude Fernandez and Steve Ritchie get into it. Although they've been at Expo at the same time before. Nothing's happened. Nope, nothing wrong. Kevin O'Connor. Yeah, Greg Kinnaman. Yeah, it, it, this is going to be, like, classic, like, Bally stuff. I yep. definitely would attend that. Let's see. 7.15, we have the Lloyd Show. Lloyd Olson. It's at 8 o'clock. We have an evening with Jersey Jack. I would definitely attend that. Yeah, because you got to ask him why the fuck is he have pooling. Yeah, Bruce stands up. What's with the pooling, man? Stop using Mirko.
3: How am I supposed to populate this entire play field?
0: Exactly.
3: Exactly.
0: Then we have uh, 930, Vuck and Mom's Pinball. The story of some of the best pinball on the East Coast. Chuck Gardner and Casey Gardner. Don't know really what that would mean. Neither would I. So there we go. We have gone over all the seminars.
1: Yeah. So I I don't have to, I
0: don't have to go there now. You're right. You don't have to go there. So nothing nothing was interesting enough for you, Bruce.
3: No,
1: not really. Couple. <sighs> okay. How about you, Dennis? Anything? Would you go there? Not go there?
3: No. I Well, I'm not going. I know. I, but that would you go out? Would...
1: Okay, I didn't change your mind? yet. I didn't think so.
3: No. I mean, even at TPF, I usually only sit in on maybe two seminars the entire time. But I don't have the same experience like Ron has on having played every single Solid State ever made. So I'm still yeah, usually trying to play Pretty stuff. much.
0: Even the foreign ones. It's cool. Dennis Creasel sent us an email. It says, bring back game you like, game you hate.
3: Oh, look at me. I so rarely send emails. So that was yes! sure generous of me. Thank you. My
0: favorite segment. Yeah, we we definitely gotta hate some games.
3: Yeah, Bruce just needed to, to go through. I remember you dropped it because like I already said everything I hate.
0: And um, Robert Byers wants to know what happened to drop a deuce on the top one hundred. <laughs> oh,
1: yes, I know. I that's my one of my favorites.
0: What was that? What did we do on that one again? We just try to convince someone how bad a game is.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: like the opposite. Of...
1: Yeah, yeah, opposite. We had to pick in
0: another email from Alex. He says, "Hey, Bruce." How about them bills?
1: Hey, Patriots beat him this weekend, even though I didn't want The timing,
0: them. unfortunately, poor Alex. The timing was bad for him. <laughs> we yes. should have recorded earlier. Oh boy. And as far as we had a couple other emails that, that say what segment ideas, and I don't want to read those out loud because we're probably gonna be using them. Yes. Thank you, everybody. But we are we are gonna bring back a segment. Now that we have a guest, when we haven't done in a Ooh. long time. <laughs> it's time for face-off.
1: I I want to rip my face face.
0: off again. And for those who don't remember the rules to this, basically, me and Bruce each get three games, and we will try to present our case to Dennis why one game is superior to the other, and Dennis will be the judge, jury, and executioner. And if Dennis is smart, he will give one to me and one to Bruce, so the third one is, uh, you know, so it's not anticlimactic, but it might not end up being that way. And we used to do this, we would choose a particular year and then we would pick a manufacturer. But since Dennis is here, we know Dennis loves wide bodies. Loves them. They're like his favorite games in the world. So what we're going to do is we are going to pick from the seven, count them seven, Williams Super Pins. For those who don't know what the Super Pins are, we have, and I'm not looking this up. I'm gonna see if I can do this from memory. Twilight Zone, Indiana Jones, Man, Judge Dredd, Roadshow, Popeye, and uh, what's the one I'm missing?
1: I know exactly which one it is. I'm gonna let so you hang the like the you. One,
3: I'm gonna help a lot. No, Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek: Next oh. Generation.
0: You didn't have to help me. There you go. So those are the seven. Who picks first? Who picks second? Whoever picks first and second, I can't remember who has the advantage. I think whoever picks second has the advantage. But why don't we do, a, like, random org or something? You got random org up, Bruce? No. <laughs>
3: there, I, I'm going to it. There, so, well, let's okay. have the guests yeah, do it. Got, yes, that... let
0: the guest be the, uh,
1: the judge. All
3: right, interested. so let's list randomize. So I'm let's... going to type in Bruce. I'm going to type in Ron. Yeah. And click randomize. And... Ron is first, Bruce is second.
0: Okay, so I already suck. All right. Pick your game. Pick my game.
3: Choose your house.
0: This is a tough one here. It is. Demo Man. Do it. Right off the bat. Demo Man. Just going right for it. One of the greatest wide bodies ever made. A flow fest From Dennis Nordman. I think Dennis Nordman, like just, this was his challenge to Steve Ritchie that I can make a game that flows more than any of your games. I'm going to make Demoman off of the incredibly awesomely bad but still awesome cheesy film Demolition Man starring Sandra Bullock and Wesley Snipes who didn't like his picture on the damn translate, so he kept having him redo it. Damn you, Wesley Snipes. It's just a flow fest. Great rules. It has a super cool claw, which you need the Soren ROM if you wanted to to use it properly. It's super cool. It has great shots. It has just incredible art. You have Arnold. You, you yeah, I was gonna say Arnold Schwarzenegger. You have Sylvester Stallone nude on the side art. Who doesn't want that? It's just great. It's cheesy fun. Definitely get the R-rated home ROM. It's the best way to play it. Features authentic call-outs from the movie, custom call-outs from from, uh, Sylvester Stallone himself. Who does that anymore? Companies can't get the big star anymore to do it, but they did. I give you Demoman, the greatest wide body ever. I yield the floor.
1: And now I have to do a a conflict of interest here.
0: Okay. Uh, Somehow I know you're using that term wrong, but yeah.
1: It is a conflict of interest because you're going to know which game I'm picking and you're going to go, ah, Twilight Zone. Okay. Twilight Zone is like the super duper LE version of any pinball ever made. You have a gumball machine. On certain models, you have either four or five magnets, plethora of shots, 13 or 14 modes, I think it is, for the door. You have. Great animation, great sounds. You have one of the best songs ever on a pinball machine pre-2000 with Twilight Zone from uh, from Golden Earring. I was going to say Steel Panther. That would even be better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but a, a great machine. It's got great flow. It's got great shots. This is when Pat Lohler actually made good games. Not like today with Dialed In and that kind of crap. That sucks. He made a great game. Now, you want to get the home ROM version for this one because then you can actually, while you're playing the game, you can actually get right to the lits if you need to, if you want to. You can also, when say if somebody's calling you on the phone, you can actually put your flipper up, hit the start and I think the buy-in button at the same time, and it will hold the flipper in, a flipper up, and you can actually walk and get a soda, answer your phone, and come back. No other game does this. Twilight Zone. The art is incredible. The back translight is actually really, really impressive by John Yosi. Artwork on the playfield, incredible. Great machine. Best wide body ever. I yield the floor.
0: Okay. So Twilight Zone. How many modes did you say it had? Thirteen or fourteen. That you never play. It's another Adams family. You hit. You hit two ramps. You start well. Actually, no. You hit one ramp, you hit start a mode. Run ramp, start a mode. Run ramp, start a mode. When you play it in tournaments, play it the same way every time. You hit both ramps, lock a ball. Both ramps, gumball machine. It's the same crap every single time. Maintenance nightmare. Gumball machine. What? There was never a gumball machine in any episode. Doesn't match the theme. Complete fail right there. The artwork is is not that great. Let let's be honest. Let's see what else. Um, just no one knows what they're doing on the game. Like, get they put it back. The Powerball, put it back. Like, what, what do I do? What, what does that even mean? It confused people. Even Pat Waller himself said they went overboard with the game. No one understood what to do. And it was a mistake. His own words, I yield the floor. Demo Man. Worst
1: art package ever, either on a play field or on art. I don't want to see fucking Silver Sylvester Salone's ass or Cheek or anything else on him. No. No! I don't want to see that. No, I don't. But you get even, let's put handles on top of the machine. Yay! That no one ever fucking uses except for one cheat mode to get an extra super jackpot or making your combos a little bit bigger. It's a terrible game. It's got good humor. I'll give it that. But other than that, it's not that much fun. And it is also a nightmare with the stupid crane and the underneath part. Always opto-issues because they were having opto-issues during that game. Terrible game. Twilight Zone rocks. Demo man sucks. I yield the floor.
0: It's a claw, not a crane. Same thing. Yeah. And you can use the triggers in a lot of other places.
1: Yeah. Still same. terrible. Okay, Dennis. And you're...
3: Uh, okay. Well, and so full disclosure, I'm all about honesty. Demolition Man is my favorite of the Superpins, So I'm going to try and set that aside and evaluate your arguments. I'm glad, Ron, that you caught your Arnold Schwarzenegger mistake, because initially you kept saying Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I was like, oh, doesn't know the movie. Big fail. Um, yeah,
1: I'm surprised you even saw it.
3: Uh, good pointing out the flow. Uh, good point out the humor. Uh, don't know about re- relying on an alternate ROM argument. Flip side, Twilight Zone. Uh, good discussion about g- the golden Earring song is best part of the game. Awful lot of emphasis on the home ROM again. A lot of people they're not going to have control over that, so I need to kind of set that aside and not really evaluate that in my view. Disingenuous to say that it had a lot of flow though. So overall, I like the stressing of the modes, whereas Ron didn't really talk about the code at all. In terms of Demolition Man, good defense on the handle thing, though there are, there are a number of uses for them, and I actually have seen people play with the handles just normal because they think it's funny. So overall, I thought you both gave pretty good arguments, uh, better takedowns uh, than than actual defense of your own pins. But I'm going to go ahead and I will give it to Ron. Woo-hoo! I thought I was a little more convincing. I thought I was a little more honest with how the how the gameplay was. And
0: World Champion Robert Daniel plays with the handles, just to let you know, Bruce. I do, too. But it's still, I don't like them. I go for extra points. That's the only reason
1: why I'm doing it. But it's terrible. Uh, The pin has those handles. Oh, that's right. It didn't work.
0: Uh, It works great. And they are built like tanks. No, they're not. The button's failing them all the time. Oh, stop. Stop. Okay, we're done arguing about that game. Next.
1: I will take number one with a number two in the face. Number one. Star Trek Next Generation. The One I would love to buy off of Mr. Ron Hallett because it does have great modes. It does have flow because it is from the king of the flow. He actually made a wide body fast, mean, and brutal. Like a pinball should be. Not no easy get along. No, I showed flow. It was this game. The interaction with the voices from the cast, all seven of them, Which is incredible to say, even now, as 25 years later, just the quotes, what they did for this game brought it to another level. With the shots, great shots, theme interaction, hidden stuff, like, oh, you know, when Mr. Data, if you perpetuated the ball to this particular, you squeeze the flippers. Thank you, Mr. Data. Great game. It is a mechanical nightmare. But with someone with my quality of service and repair, It is so easy compared to other machines out there. Not a problem, TNA. And and it's just such a great game. I would give this a 1A behind Twilight Zone. I yield the floor.
0: So I will choose for my game the classic animated masterpiece that is Popeye Saves the Earth.
3: (laughs) Wow, you may want to use some caution here, Ron.
0: Popeye is so much. There's so much more going on than Star Trek: Next Generation. Look at look at Popeye. It looks like a boat. It has an upper playfield. It's got Bluto sitting right there looking at you. As I mean, just superior theme integration. Popeye's on there talking about olive oil, Sweepy. You got everyone's on there all your favorite characters from Popeye. It's just an innovative, awesome play field from Barry Ausler, I believe. And it, it's just in, incredible, great art. I mean, super colorful. It's just a great timeless theme. Who doesn't know Popeye? Everyone knows Popeye. It's just super fun to play. It's just such a, it's a, a great, wonderful game. I don't know why Williams stopped making wide bodies after making such a great game. I yield the floor.
1: Uh, it's Popeye. Can't see half the play field. Video modes suck. And uh, the animation's pretty garbage on it. Artwork is actually really nice on it. I will give a plus on that. I yield the floor.
0: Uh, okay, next, Jen. You said it's, it's tons of flow. It also has tons of wide open space with nothing there. Didn't take advantage of the space at all. It, it, the art really, the, artist, the art is subpar the art is not that great on that game and it just has it's a maintenance nightmare full subway system that always has problems it always forgets how many balls it has in play where they are we never can get through a tournament without something on the machine malfunctioning it is the biggest maintenance nightmare both Steve Ritchie and Dwight Sullivan said it's amazing if you have one of these and it actually works that says it all right there the designer and programmer of the game saying they're amazed when it even works i yield the floor <sighs> well
3: that was an interesting choice ron i know but, what he did uh, yeah i know what he did too but but uh, evaluating the arguments um yeah, unfortunately or perhaps fortunately this one was pretty clear-cut Uh, The problem mostly was Ron's, your argument for Popeye really just relied on you just saying it was great over and over in like four different configurations. And Bruce had already acknowledged the mechanical challenges in his opening defense of Star Trek. So in a way, I felt that was already taken off of the table because that was acknowledged as a flaw in the game. He's right. It's brutal. He's right. It has high flow. Yes, the play field is a bit open in the middle. That's part of what allows it to have flow, though. So, again, that kind of goes hand in hand with it. Bruce easily won that one. So, that's the nice way I can say it.
0: I just wanted to get Popeye out there, you know? It deserves some love.
3: No, yeah. Uh, and Bruce was very kind saying that it had a nice art package.
0: It but, is. Actually, I actually think your sure. package
1: is sure. really nice really on it.
3: But your confidence in victory was assured that the fact that you gave it. I, I thought that was a fair, a fair point, but, uh, oh my God, what a turd. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, thank you for that.
1: So Ron, three to choose from.
0: Uh, what do we got? We got Roadshow, uh, What um, Indiana Jones, and Dread. I'm going to go with Judge Dread. Judge Dread, underestimated, I mean, underappreciated game. Super, like, packed play field, lots of flow, super cool dead world toy, little crane thing on the side. It's got fun modes. It's got a fun multiball, has drop targets. I mean, we love those drop targets. I mean, it's just got so many shots in that game. It just, it, it's really fun to shoot that thing. It also has the super game where it has super multi-ball, super jackpots. Everything is super. Gives you just multiple ways you can play the game for a little more money. It has, like, the cool launch buttons, extra buttons on the side. The coolest topper that doesn't do anything ever that's on, on the top there, the eagle topper. It's got, you know, very acceptable artwork. Super cool theme music. That, that is one of the best. The main theme song for Judge Dredd is probably one of the best pinball music original compositions I've ever heard. That's all I got. I yield the floor.
1: We're going indie. Yes, indie Danda Jones. Fourteen modes. All fun. <laughs> Hidden modes. Excuse me, did I make any noise, Dennis, when uh I think that should be half
3: No, sir, out. you did not. That, that wasn't it's, me. It's been that wasn't It's me. been, no, it wasn't, it's <laughs> been was... no it's been noted.
1: Okay, good. Thank you. 14 modes, incredible shots, smooth ramps with the X in the middle because it is a Mark Ritchie design, which is a good flow game. Four drop targets, also. Don't forget that. Captive ball with an original captive ball going vertical and, you know, almost like at a 45 degree angle. No, it's about 33 degrees. Great shot. You have an upper play field that actually moves left and right. First time I think it's ever happened incredible great rules partially done by the newest edition from stern uh what's his fucking name can't remember it now brian eddy so another great thing about that great game with three video modes another good thing and it uses all three movies and uses them well it's not like you're getting like indiana jones the last one where you got bits of one movie bits of another movie and then ah we'll get to that third or fourth one you know later on this is great uses of it great pin lots of flow i own this one the longest out of all my wide bodies so i yield the floor with indiana jones
0: horrible score imbalancing the multi-ball trumps all the modes to an extreme extreme measure where no one ever plays the modes. they just go for multi-ball and supers the path of misadventure that's always broken all the time and never works right and I, I think the uh, Gottlieb game Wipeout uses something similar, which I think was before this game. Let's see, what else? Art is pedestrian at best. Yeah, video modes, you think video modes? Video modes suck. I hate video modes. The music is, uh, I mean, they had a bet they the first game with the DCS sound system, so I'll give it that. Sounds a little better. But the scoring is so just horribly imbalanced in this game, it makes it just unfun to shoot. And is it at Silver Ball Saloon anymore, Bruce? No, it's not. You removed it because no one wanted to play it. I yield the floor.
1: That is false. I actually sold it to the guy who played it the most and got a lot of money for it. And by the way, Wipeout was after Indiana Jones. Another fail on your part. Okay. So please get your facts right before disputing any. So, so that was one of
0: your highest you know, ranking games for, for cash intake when, when you had it there?
1: Yes, in the beginning. Yes, totally. In, in the
0: beginning, until yes. people realized the horrible score imbalancing. No,
1: because guess what? Most people are not tournament players like you, Ron. My public likes everything about it. They like the flow and everything else. But I, if you notice, I've never had Judge Dread at the Silver Ball Saloon. I never even owned a D- Judge Dread. I've owned over 300 pinball machines. And one I would never own is Judge Turd Dread. Trudeau. Pedophile man. Pedophile man. Perv. Open flipper gap. Terrible. Ah, terrible game. It does not have flow. Only thing it has flow with is maybe the the loop. Ramps are hard to hit if you have weak flippers, which most of them do. The rules are very imbalanced on this game also. The only thing that's good to go for is multi-ball, multi-ball, multi-ball with that. Or maybe one time if you get Blackout, if you have it lined up for Blackout. That's the only thing good about the game. Super game, ooh, I get to put two more quarters in to play a multi ball right away. Great idea. Hasn't been done in a long, long time. Until now, you can actually go play God. But, oh, terrible game. Artwork is not that great. I think the backlash is great, but I think the play field is subpar. Oh, and you wanna talk about mechanical issues? Let's talk about the dead world that never worked, even with the proto-roms in it. Even when people buy the upgraded kit, it never worked. It was terrible. Log, jam balls, everything. Not the game for anybody you want to ever... I would actually rather play Popeye than Judge Dread. a lot of times. I yield the floor.
3: Wow. Okay. Well, you both did a very good job with your takedowns. The aggression. I could feel it. I could feel the hate. It felt almost authentic. So Ah, I I appreciate that. I think a good counterpoint by Bruce uh, regarding that they both had scoring imbalances. uh, And I do concur with that. I don't think either game is actually very good from a from a tournament perspective to want to play. Uh, I probably know more about Indiana Jones's problems than I do about Judge Judge Dredd's, but uh, good points also by Bruce on the issues with the flow challenges on a lot of the shots involved in Judge Dredd. I thought it was good discussion with the acknowledgement on where the art was strong and wasn't strong from both of you. Uh, I do think that Indiana Jones and the uh, Path Adventure was a really cool idea. Uh, I also don't see them working very much. So, But again, the mechanical issues with uh, Dead World are, are well noted as well. Overall, I just thought the argument was better presented by Bruce. So I'll give, dun, it, dun, give that to
0: him. He's better at hate that's what it is he, I, I have to admit yeah he, he presented the hate like way more like the i've owned over 300 games and i've never owned this
3: that was such a sick fun burn it was like, that was oh, that was good oh, yes oh, was like, <laughs> oh, that's so hard to come back from how do you come back from that i have I've a, owned everything but not uh, that
1: but not that game i've owned a roadshow too yes and
3: but no popeye. popeye
1: no i never oh, actually that's not true i owned a popeye for three days
0: uh, uh, uh.
1: I, took, I took the I took the boards out
0: of it and saw my and scrapped
3: it. Oh, That's probably Popeye. <laughs> One purpose in life. It was it's the NBA fast break of super pins.
0: It was. You just became someone's hero with that comment
1: I did. It feels good to be back on top, boys and girls.
0: Bruce, you you were saying that you you got something recently.
1: I did, and I sent Ron a picture because I went on another trip.
3: Was it a long trip?
1: It was uh, two hours, two and a half hours north of Toronto. So I was gone for 16 hours total.
3: Oh, wow. So yes, it would be what Dennis would define as a long trip.
1: Yes. And I took a picture when we just loaded up the last one. So I bought multiple games. I bought Rush 2049s for the bar. Not one, not two. I was going up there for three. I ended
0: up with five. Oh, my. Oh, my. What, ha- how do you end up with five? Like, there was just two extra there? Like, Well, the guy said, I think I have more
1: in the back. It was a big warehouse. I'm like, what do you mean you got more in the back? It's like, I got two more in the back. They're way back there. Let's dig them out. So that's what took us so long when we were up there. We dug through, like, a couple games, got to these things. One had a broken monitor in it, but it booted, actually played the game blind. But the cabinet was really beat, so I'm like... And then he pulled out this other one, had a good monitor, and it booted, and it's a little rough, you know. I'm like, how much you want for both? He's like, I'll take this much. Deal. Throw them on there also. So luckily, I got a, when I when we went up there, I I rented a 16 by 8 U-Haul trailer open. Got all five on there. Zoinks.
0: Yeah, zoinks.
1: Then I had to unload them last night, and my arms feel like Popeye right now. <laughs> <laughs> well blow me
2: down
0: (laughs) (laughs) on that note so
1: hopefully soon I'm going to be working on these one at a time and we're going to get a couple rushes into the bar hopefully my next month and we will be able to drive drunk at the Silver Ball Saloon
3: yeah I don't know if that's Uh, I'm not sure about that ad campaign
1: drive drunk inside the Silver Ball Saloon how's that
3: after the thing with the mall in chicago uh, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> and on that
0: note on that note I, I think i'm i'm through all my items here wow. talked about a lot of crap do you have anything to talk about dennis do you have any hate you would like to put oh, forth hate.
3: dennis no uh, oh no i've been I've, uh, i'm on i've been on the air so much uh that i think i'm all i'm all pretty much played out on i haven't picked up anything recent since my Run of System Ada games. Bruce's favorite era of Gottlieb, and uh, I'm gonna take a couple of those out to Casey Game Con. I'm gonna let them have Super Orbit and Jacks to open to put in the tournament uh, or free play whatever they want to do with them. Uh, They're gonna to be tournament games, Bruce, because they've got balanced scoring.
0: Super Orbit <laughs> was used in a Pinburg final, so you know it's yep, good. I
3: think 2015. Yeah. Yes, it was. And and a lot of people know Jacks open the EM version of the Jax two open, which I think yes. they just shuffled some uh, drop targets around. Basically, may they put in a center post, but otherwise yes. it's basically the same. Don't worry, I've turned off the background music. So, oh, thank God.
2: Yeah, no, that,
3: that went off on both. It was like, <laughs> thank <I didn't>, God. <laughs> Super orbit was dry. I almost wanted to punch it after two games. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, this can't be. This can't be. Let's clip a wire or something. Oh wait, there's a dip switch.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes, there is. We're all
3: right. We're all right.
1: All right. I want to see angry. I heard there's might be, you know, angry Dennis one of these times coming
0: out.
3: Uh, What do you want me to be mad about?
0: Well, we mentioned Dutch and that got him pissed.
3: I know. Well, it just frustrates me. I mean, I actually, I don't, I haven't gotten like a lot of blowback on, on like you. Well, you guys, you've podcasted for a long time. Do you ever get people that just like, they get really pissed at a segment and they write into you every day? (laughs) <laughs> you're like well, Bruce says every day, and Ron's like, "Well, I'm the one who actually checks." All yeah, the I'm the one who actually
0: checks the email. Not really. I think they just expect Bruce to say ridiculous things at this point, so it's just like I don't know if they take anything he says seriously.
3: Yeah, it's
0: usually right. Yes, you're always right, Bruce.
3: We don't get a lot of of hate. Anytime I do, and this came up recently. Anytime I do talk about pinball edu, I always get people on both sides writing into me. So that's always a controversial one. And let's see the most I got some rage back when the whole Godzilla spooky stern thing was going on. People didn't like they felt I was too pro stern in that. So I got some criticism with that. And Dutch uh, generally, no, most people are pretty down on Dutch. I did get someone once who uh, they posted this publicly. I don't uh, I think they did. No, they maybe they emailed me and I don't don't remember, but someone sent a little note and it just just said, thanks. Thanks for telling me what I should do legally. I roll. And I was like, no problem. That's what I'm here for.
1: If you still have money in it, you're stupid.
3: Sorry. It was like, oh yeah, I'm sure that was the, that was, that was the episode where you know Tony and I both were like pretty hard on people, not being aggressive with Dutch. And I know I very pointedly said that it was a mistake. If you had not started litigation by this point, you should have done it a long time ago. And I stand by that statement. That's my, you know, that's my assessment of the situation. You've got to, when you're in that sort of position, that's why there's a legal system. Use it, use it or lose it. That's, I mean, that's your choice.
0: Totally agree.
3: And uh, unfortunately, Last Crusade style, a lot of people have chosen pretty poorly. So you have chosen poorly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Well, so what else? Oh, well, we could talk about Clear Coat. Except I'm not really impacted by it, other than Bruce is. Yeah. So Bruce, how many games of yours are impacted by the Clear Gate? One. Is it the uh, Batman?
1: No, no, my Batman's beautiful. Jurassic Park.
3: Oh, I forgot you already had a Jurassic Park. Yep. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, and my distributor, Knox Amusements, is taking care of that because that's it, you know that's his game.
3: You don't but use it, flipping out pinball?
1: Nope. No, no. Knox Amusements is the one that bends that. They actually bend it here for me.
3: Ah.
1: But uh, he uh, went to his distributor, and they said they're going to take care of it and that's all that worries about. I mean, he's not worried about it at all because he has a very good distributor, a very powerful distributor, one of the biggest. Unlimited power. I, yes. But uh, yeah, so it's, I know we are worried about the condition of the playfield, but they'll take care of it. Stern always does. But uh, my Batman is perfect. My Batman playfield. Well, once I got all the leveling done with...
0: Uh, once I fixed the rotisserie and got all the leveling game. done and made the 30,000 adjustments, now it's well, awesome. Uh, Best game that, ever? No,
1: not best game ever. But it's
0: a really good game.
3: Some people it is. Some people it's their favorite.
0: Too complicated. I don't get it. I love it. I don't get it. It's beyond my level of rule comprehension. Definitely.
1: Just like you don't get Batman 66, I don't get fucking Star Wars. And I still do not like it, even after hearing it five or six times.
0: That was the other the thing that they they said on Twip was what is the one thing Zach said he doesn't doesn't think rules knowledge <laughs> so doesn't think rules knowledge should lead to victory like you know oh, it should be whoever yeah, plays the longest
3: was, that was with the white too how and far are you gonna take that I it, thought about I thought no it's all about doubling down with him I, I thought about bringing it up on on this week's episode yeah that's a good one because uh, that one did frost me a little bit because I was like so because the way he said it was he thought that the person who should win should just be the person with the best just physical ability. The way it was described, you might as well just do a scientific test, figure out who had the best accuracy and reaction speed, and just declare them the winner. That's what he wanted. That strategy, tactical decision-making, rules, knowledge, and choice and how all of that gets played out should be set aside. It should be raw physical skill. I was like, uh, that's not what this game is. You like, might as well play is chess. I, yeah, oh, is I, well, yeah. That's the same thing. Are we going to do that with chess too? Whoever can hit the little clock the fastest and do speed chess the fastest. Just <laughs> Win! I, yeah, you're <laughs> the winner. You're the fastest. I don't want I don't want that strategy in there. I don't want rules. I mean, that's all that is, is rules knowledge. Know. So, Yeah, that kind of pissed me off. I should have called him out. But
0: I expect to lose on a lot of those games because I just don't get the rules. But like in my league, we have a Star Wars there And I just play like the Leia strategy and pretty much win every time Mm because nobody knows how to play that game. I don't know how to play that game. I know that strategy works and I can execute it. And I know my score goes up really fast when I do it.
3: I do like the idea of everyone having access to all the rules. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, I know the super secret trick and I'll do the little flipper code or whatever, and I'll get into my um, high score mania because there were the three cop cars on getaway and activate it sort of thing. But that being said, it makes sense for rules to have enough depth, especially at this point, that we need to be able to choose to learn about them and then get to make strategic choices on how to approach it. And that even happened in older games, like the Bruce-loved Super Orbit. Are you going to do a high-risk strategy of trying to hit the very target over and over and rapidly building your bonus? Are you going to try and play it safe spinner. and ride spinners? Spinner. And in that Pinberg event, it was split. Two people went very target, two people went spinner. very target player one. But it was really dangerous, and that showed because I think the other person who went very target took last. Yeah. And so it's like that, but now it's gotten much more much more deep. But that being said, it's still just pinball. Compared to video game rules, these aren't that bad.
0: Okay, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't agree with Zach's comment either.
3: No one did, except Zach.
0: But he knows this. Yep. Yeah. He knows his opinion as a
3: minority, and that's fine.
0: Yeah, I I agree, but I just did not agree with him on that one. I, yeah, was, like, I just, was like, I think he should actually play in some tournaments first.
3: Yeah, you know, he signed up he stole a I shouldn't say stall, but I will stall. He stole a Pinburg ticket from someone. I knew he wasn't gonna go. And he had that ticket and then he's like, No, I can't make it. I'm like, oh really? Can't make it. Sir air. Bought it on the air. I, I couldn't buy a Pinburg ticket because we were on the air. <laughs> he bought it live.
0: On that note, now we're going to get a lot of Twip hate mail. Bring it on, bitches!
3: (laughs) Nah, you didn't crap all over market trends, so they'll still like you. As long as you don't take their segment away that they love.
0: Get Bruce on. He'll crap on (laughs) it. No offense, I fast forward. Oh, man!
1: I fucking do. I hate that. I'm right with you, Dennis.
3: It's gotten really bad now, because I now take it off track on purpose on all the times I'm on. So it's like a 25-minute segment now, because of... (laughs) <laughs> i just bring up this brand random crap
0: okay bruce I'm, bruce big, remember okay. to email him you got to get on the show oh yes dennis gave you the info
3: yes zach is a way i i communicate with him today he said tell ron and bruce hi i said yes and i said bruce would like to be on the show and zach said let's make it happen
0: and after he hears this episode he's gonna say tell ron and bruce fuck them
3: <laughs> <laughs> well you know what this ain't middle school so he can tell you himself
0: exactly <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, no, let's not ask them anymore. Stop it. Just just be nice and say, hi, we like the slam tilt, guys, and then never talk to us again.
3: <laughs> Rending down, slam tilt. Oh, wait, he's not allowed to do that anymore.
0: So, Bruce, it's, yes. all, it's all in your court now. So everyone has heard this. It's out there. It's up to you. So if you're not on the podcast, if you don't it's get on Twitter, it's because you failed. I'm going right now. Oh, he's going to do it right now. Right now. Oh, it's like Pinburg tickets. It's like Pinburg yes. tickets. Please, Zach, I would like to be on. Contact.
3: Pizza, may I have some, some more of your more. nonsense? <laughs> 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 Maybe American Pinball could do Oliver Twist as a theme.
1: Yeah, how about they get the game right before they actually. Uh,
3: no, just do that. As before it. get the it's theme. a terrible thing. It's a terrible story. Kid goes gets a do- through no course of his actions of his own gets an improved lot in life. What's the moral in that? It's a terrible book. I hate Dickens. Yeah, terrible. Off.
0: Charles Dickens hate. You heard it here, folks.
3: Come on, I he hate. named a kid Pip. What the I
0: hell? Know, I know. I agree. It's he sucked.
3: Wow, Charles Dickens hatred.
1: Let the hate flow through you.
3: Good. Execute order, Charles Dick. <laughs>
0: His failure is complete. <laughs> He's
1: a dick. <laughs>
3: That's right. They just, and then they get um, Dwight to put in the double ball save on Star Wars and just like, once more the drop targets will rule the outlane. I wonder what, what quote could he use from the movie for like the second ball save? Oh, God. (laughs) The the one thing, it's not from the movie, but it's from um, the Star Wars celebration from this year when uh, the Emperor guy, uh, Ian, walked out because they had the trailer for the upcoming Star Wars movie. And he just took the microphone. The only thing he said was, roll it again. And I thought that would be great for a ball safe. Roll it again. Roll it again. I like that. And then they replayed the trailer, but but no one will get that who didn't watch Star Wars Celebrations trailer so
0: honestly i'm just so done with like to me there's three movies that's it
3: that's the it. last, last sky but no wh-
0: i don't care but, i don't care it's like when i play when i play star wars and it says like, youngling i i fucking hate that it's like ron, that wasn't
3: in the movie well ron i hate sand it's coarse and it gets everywhere <laughs> what about that how about that for the ball save i killed them The women! And the children, too! Oh, God.
1: Oh, that's so bad. You know what really bothers me?
0: His bad acting. He goes to, like, killing children, like, almost instantly. It's
1: so bad!
3: Yeah, Duel of the Fates is one of the best pieces of music Oh, it
1: is. I do agree with that. That music is incredible.
3: That was John Williams. Of course it's incredible.
0: But it still sucks. The movie sucks. The problem was... They were made. That's the problem. No,
1: no, no. the problem was he never should have went four or five. He should have made those at the beginning and just kept on going and not done the prequels because the problem was he didn't know all this stuff. And why did not Darth Vader realize C three PO who he was in Empire Strikes Back?
3: Well, he made him like them at the end of. You know, that's how they retconned it in Revenge of the oh. Sith. Is that at the end of it, they, they mind wiped.
0: Oh, the mind wipe just ended. Oh, this is so stupid.
3: <laughs> just mind wiped. Hey, it, for, it. The, for the second ball save, maybe maybe we could do something. Would you care to allow a delegation to be appointed to, to investigate these trade war – trade uh, federation allegations? Oh, yes. oh, it's just so It's so awfully lengthy. Maybe so maybe we bad. don't use that.
0: What? what? How does – how does What's-Her-Face even die in, the, in, in Episode 3? It's like she just loses the will to live. Broken heart. Yeah, broken, broken heads heart. Like, broken are you, heart. you kidding? Are maybe you, Mid- are you Annie, kidding Annie, me? I don't know why you killed the Zanny. Annie. Oh. Maybe, maybe the Midichlorians
3: <laughs> killed her. <laughs> yes. There was, there was no father.
0: It's a trap. I'm still trying to figure out who the voice in Star Wars is supposed to be in the game.
3: Oh, oh is this supposed
0: to be Admiral Ackbar?
3: No, I think that's supposed to be the announcer for Star Wars Rebels the cartoon. Well, it yes. doesn't
0: mean anything then. Why is he in that what? game? It's a trilogy. Because I... he's affordable, damn it. Oh, come on. How much we does the Emperor get guy cost? Get, come effort. on. Just get him. He can't be that expensive.
3: I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Maybe they could have just had R2 narrate.
0: Oh, that's bad. Well, it could be it's no worse than C3PO and the one was a Daddy East game. Shoot the <laughs> Death Star. <laughs> Shoot the Death Star. It's so dun, bad. It's like oh. So horrible. And then Trilogy. Oh god, with the artwork with like what? Like 50 tie fighters on the playfield or whatever it is.
3: <laughs> so trilogy bad. Had that massive Gottlieb-style gobble hole. Oh,
0: oh my god, it's so bad. Oh. So there's there's just the Trilogy. That's all, all that exists. That's they're, all they're all winners. All the other movies don't exist, and the world but is great. But they do, Ron. No, they don't. Look, I'll give you the numbers. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't exist. They don't exist. Just the trilogy. the original trilogy, not the remakes. We don't, know, not the re- not we the don't remakes. know who Darth
1: Vader not... is until episode six, you know? And how do we know this? Because they don't tell us the pre-story.
0: The pre-story. Whatever. Whatever. It's just, no. There's only three movies. That's impossible.
3: I like the part though where Obi Wan call calls home is like, uh, "Did you pay for a clone army?"
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the worst <laughs> is
2: actually
0: <laughs> oh, clone uh, army just sitting there. There's so many bit, be- you know. And I watched all three of those prequels in the theater. I don't know what yeah, I was I thinking. I did too. I don't know what I, I was we thinking. All did. Like clone, clone Wars was okay. It's like okay, that's a good recovery from the debacle that was the first one. And, you know, and I love Christopher Lee, and he kicks ass. He so does. what do they do? They kill Christopher Lee within the first five minutes of the next movie. Like, are you kidding? Are you I kidding?
3: Know. Oh, I, I was know.
0: so pissed off.
3: Yeah, that. I mean, I, I, I was such a fan of his performance of Saruman. I just wanted Sithuman. Yeah, yep, I know. I, it was... I was mad in the theatrical release when I learned ahead of time for Return of the King that they'd cut his entire segment. That's why I own the uh, director's cuts, so I can watch his scene. In Return of the King.
0: Oh, he's in the Lord of the Rings movies? Yes. Yeah, he was
3: Saruman, the oh, white
0: wizard. I've never the seen white it. Wizard.
3: Oh, it's so good. He's Ron trying them, to bring does... down the mountain.
0: Yeah. Ron doesn't believe in movies.
3: Oh, uh, no,
1: elected I'm, just, I'm not
0: the way into of the, the middle earth and all that crap. And there's too much CGI in those movies. It just annoys me.
3: Yeah, that's why you should just stick with Star Wars.
0: Yeah, there's never CGI that. No, not in the originals. There wasn't. Blue screens, baby. Like you Optical went to the printer. I saw
3: all the prequels, and those were just pure CG. I'm not even sure Little Annie was a human being. He sure didn't act like one.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Shh. Oh, they managed to get a kid who couldn't act. That's, the ball, that's
3: the ball save.
2: Yahoo! You're there. Yahoo!
0: See, we brought it back to pinball.
3: Yep. We always do. So, Bruce,
0: have you sent the email yet? Are you done? So now that Bruce has sent the email, I'm sure he will be in a future episode coming very yeah. soon.
1: Not this Sunday because
0: <laughs> not this Sunday because of the thing I edited out, but yes. yes. <laughs> I'm such a dad. Yes, you are. <laughs> And no, don't listen at the end, folks. That will not be in the special features. Okay. On that note, thanks <laughs> everyone. It's been episode one thirty-five of the Slam Till Podcast. We, we are the re- we can be reset. Actually, just go to www.slamtillpodcast.com. That has all our links there. Our Twitch link, where you can watch a replay of the finals of Stomp and watch Bruce kick ass. You can go to our YouTube channel and watch the 1080 version of Bruce kicking ass.
1: Ah! on Roller Games.
0: On Roller Games, running the new Soren ROMs. Watch, lock stealing is not in there anymore. Watch, as random sudden deaths do not start because yep. of improved code.
1: They well. Yep. Oh, so nice.
0: So nice. We can be reached at our email at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Dennis, do you want to plug anything?
3: Well, you can always reach out to me at EclecticGamersPodcast at gmail.com or EclecticGamers.com. That's the podcast I do with Tony. And, Tony! Uh, hey, Tony! And I don't have an email with This Weekend Pinball, but if you send it to one of those, they'll get it to me eventually.
0: You're not worthy.
3: No, no.
0: And you actually stream. Where, where can I watch your stream?
3: My stream? Oh, yes, I do stream on twitch.tv slash Eclectic underscore gamers. I usually try and do it on Wednesdays. Nice.
0: Will you be streaming hoops anytime soon?
3: Unfortunately, hoops was just recently streamed, yeah. so it looks like. Oh, but you can watch so, the
0: the vod of the him VOD of, of is him playing still hoops. up
3: on Twitch. Yes, otherwise, the next game up is probably Stern Star Trek.
0: There you go. Wow, that's a new one. It's mm-hmm. a newer game. That, that's unlike you.
3: It's shiny and flow. Yeah, it's one of my two new new quote unquote newly built games. I've had it for a few years.
0: So you, you're of the opinion I got rid of the wrong Star Trek too, like everyone else is?
3: Yeah, you, yes. I mean, yes. <sighs> okay. All right. But hey, now you know what you can free up to make room for Deadpool. Yes,
0: I can. We'll have to talk about that off air. Yeah, uh, talk
3: to Bruce on, off air on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So again,
0: uh-huh. episode 135. Thanks, everyone. Thanks to all the other podcasts. I, I'm not going to mention you this time because we're running really hi, late. Zach. It's really late. Oh, yeah. But we'll say hi, Zach. Uh, well, final hi, bonus. Hi, hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Always got to say that. Thanks, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Zach Many.